Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Hello and welcome to the Mocha Minutes Podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you for joining me. I think our y'all have no idea. I am a whole woman with, I'm counting now two baby mamas. One lives in hey. the Midwest. That is Candace. Y'all may know her from Ratchet Ramblings and Flawless Noises. I told her that. I'm like, yeah, you're my, you're my Midwestern baby mama. And I am have my West Coast baby mama. Y'all know how I feel about her. Um, and one of one of the babies is here. He'll be he'll be joining because he has thoughts and fees too. So I have Courtney from the C Dub Show. Courtney, what is up? Hi, <laughs> happy happy twenty twenty one. Cruzy, you gonna say hi? Now nope? he don't want to say okay. nothing. See, now he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. no. I speak on my terms. <laughs> right. I don't perform for you. You perform for me. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I, man. But yes, hi, I'm here. Happy 2021. Um, 10, 10 days in the 2021. Man, the first days, full week. Right, first, fu- Look at that. It's like the first full week of 2021 is done. And what in the hell? It has been a month. What the hell? It's like this right. has been like it's, it's, like it's been a month. Woo. I'm like it's a week. We it's think, like we're only it's, a third. It's, we're a third of the way through. through. I'm like, like who's like this? Woo. Man, this this month has been long. It's only the tenth. I know what day it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, 2020 was a decade. Okay, I'm like that was the longest right. decade ever. It's like it was one year. Right. I know. But I'm t- look, excuse me. This is how long this year was. I remember when Cruz was in Courtney's belly. Okay, <laughs> it's yes. like uh, I'm and like, that was he's not 25 yet. Like, how old is he? Uh, 
well, he'll be getting his braces off tomorrow. So we're all excited for that. <laughs> it's like, geez, Louise. I'm like, this has been so long. I'm afraid um, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Like this is this it's it's only been 10 days. It's only literally 10 days in. You would think, uh, you you would think there would be this excitement because we're all looking for January 20th, 2021, and everybody knows why we're so it's like you should be like, it should be getting like, oh, this is downhill, that's fine, do your work, don't give a goddamn. Um it's like up, up, it's like uh-uh, nope. Uh literally slack jaw yokels and racists and white supremacists <laughs> in this country have said excuse me hold my beer hold my beer i like, oh no y'all can't have this i am no longer comfortable in my life so i gotta come Can fuck you, up your shit and by I the way we really have a question for them like what what do you honestly think is going to happen to you under a joe biden presidency He's literally Delaware's favorite great uncle. Nothing's going to happen to you. Nothing's going to happen to you. You're white. You're fine. You're white. I'm like, it's another white man. I'm like, I don't understand why y'all have the problem. It's another white guy. guy. We're in this mess because y'all didn't want to vote for the white lady. Now it's like, you got the white, you got a white guy. Y'all wanted a white guy in the office. We... Excuse me, we helped y'all. Like, I don't understand. Like, we gave you another white guy. I mean, what? Like, what do you think? What do you honestly think Joseph Biden's going to do to um, you in, in right. the midst of this presidency? All he wants to do is give everyone $200 check or what, $2,000 checks, which, you know, thankfully, um, shout out to TurboTax for fucking everybody shit up. But finally, that was, I was like, wait, my, what? <laughs> my stim- my stimulus landed thank god so i am happy but i was trying to figure it out i was like why because i saw people tweeting about it. i'm like wait why would they send it to turbo text and why would you like wait what just happened <laughs> like, it's, why, why would it go there i don't so so the whole debacle was um if you use turbo tax or h&r block mm-hmm. and you pay for the deluxe audit coverage or if you might have a more um detailed tax situation mm-hmm. so you need the uh, extension so you're able to do certain things you know like profit and loss statements or if you mm-hmm. have um maybe multiple jobs and you have to do some things oh. so they have you know a deluxe patch pa- uh, package that you can purchase so mm-hmm. you have two options you can either pay for it outright mm-hmm. or you can just have them take the money out of your uh, return Oh, um, okay. So, or not your return, but your refund. And so, if you choose the uh, take it out of my refund option, what they do is is TurboTax or H and R Block. They set up an account. Mm-hmm. So the money they uh, process your tax return, and then they send it to the IRS. The mm-hmm. IRS, you know, looks over everything. Okay, cool. This looks great. This person's going to get a quote, you know, a thousand dollars back. So. They, you've opted for TurboTax to take money out of your refund for the deluxe package. So instead of it going straight to you, the IRS then sends it the $1,000 or whatever your refund amount is for. They send it to TurboTax and TurboTax has a bank account that they collect the refunds in. So say the, usually the deluxe, what it have you was like $80 or $100. So they receive your $1,000 refund first. 
they take out their uh, $100 and then they send you your remaining $900. And someone had explained it to me on Twitter and I'm like, you know what? That is absolutely correct because when I think about it, when I've gotten my refund mm-hmm. on my bank statement, it doesn't say it's from the IRS. It says it's from, from TurboTax. Oh, so that makes sense. Okay. So, okay. so the, the big thing was, well, why did it happen this time? And, you know, we this is our second stimulus. Why didn't it happen the time before? And so the thing was, once tax time is over, they close the account. But if you recall, oh. the stimulus... The, the first stimulus was sent out in what was that May June, so mm-hmm. the t- that was still during tax time, right? right? And of course, they also extended tax time this year to right. January to Ju- not January July fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So the account was still open, so they received the stimuluses, and TurboTax and H and R Block were able to send them out with no issue because the bank account was still open. Right. At this time, the bank account was closed, so when the IRS tried to issue <laughs> issue the stimulus. Um, it bounced back because their accounts aren't open. So it, it rejected the stimulus payment on behalf of millions of customers. Um, oh, wow. So then they had to go circumvent and TurboTax had to go and give all the banking information then to the IRS so they would could send it to us directly. So that's what took the extra time. So which was only four days, but... You know, when you hear people, they started getting their payments, like, yeah. what, yeah, in December 30th, things. people were getting, like, stimulus <laughs> payments already. So, and the official day, like, the official, official day was supposed to be January 4th. So, right. ours got, you know, it was four days later. But I'm not in a situation where it's like I, quote, unquote, needed the money outside of my health and wellness. And I feel like I'm owed the money from the government from having to deal with this situation. But I can only imagine, like, you know, you've been waiting, you know, you got $1,200 or whatever back in May, June, Mm -hmm. and now you could possibly have been living off of unemployment, but maybe not. And, you know, like, your people have been waiting on that money. And I can just only imagine, like, you hear something like this, and it's like, how are y'all fucking up this bad? And, you know, people really truly honestly need this money to even just maybe pay a little bill or maybe hold off from a, a, an illegal eviction so yeah. that was really yeah because like, yeah, it's like they, they stopped like the i want to say i'm trying to think of the word is memorandum i think that's the word they may have been using but i probably am saying this word incorrectly where they weren't going to allow states to do evictions and that expired i thought at the end of 2020 so it depends so the cdc had issued a moratorium on evictions just because thank you i was like what is the word (laughs) oh yeah moratorium because i'm like oh memorandum's right a a memo is right but yeah Yeah, they they issued um so the cdc so there's a federal eviction moratorium and then there was different ones by state Mm -hmm. um so the CDC, the federal one, did expire. Um, it would have been expiring. That would have been December 31st. But um, they extended it, I believe, until May. 
Mm. And then California, where you know where I am, we have our yeah. own stuff that came through through our own state legislature. So um, if anyone's listening and they have concerns, check your also counties have done Alameda County has their own protection as well. So luckily where I am, like we're triply protected because the county, the state and federal have all implemented different moratoriums and um, package it well yeah they package it where you could you know there's some rent relief as well um and like the back owed money even after the moratorium ends if you owe money between like march and october which Mm -hmm. they're probably going to extend to march to december Mm -hmm. of 2020 you still owe that money but they can't evict you behind owing that money um they have to work with you to figure out a payment plan right so um, but yeah, everyone's listening and you have concerns about your rights as a tenant, um, look up, um, any tenants rights organizations in your state or your County would, will happily provide you with any of that information. Um, do not leave your home. They, you are still protected yeah, under a federal ever. order. Do not, do not let your landlord, um, intimidate you out of leaving your home, um, for non-payment, I will say for the, the caveat is for non-payment due to COVID. If you are running around breaking shit and harassing your neighbors, I cannot protect you. And <laughs> no one can. <laughs> I cannot you're, protect if you're you. Being, <laughs> if you're being a nuisance, you're not protected. But if it's due for if it's because of non-payment and you are struggling because of um, job loss or cutback hours because of COVID. Um, there are protections for you. Please look that up and please, please, please do not leave your home. Please don't. Please, please, uh, please don't. Unless you have somewhere safe, unless you have somewhere safe, I can't tell you to stay, but if you are feeling like, oh, they're going to evict me, they do not have a right to, do not let them harass you. Correct. Please get in contact with a tenant's rights organization. They will help you because landlords have been showing their whole asshole over the past few months. So we are quite familiar with that. Yeah. Yeah. thank you for coming um, to my TED talk <laughs> I know <right? laughs> hit Courtney up if you have questions please so first before we get into God knows these topics but first I want to give some people some roses I am when you and it's really interesting this is really just interesting now that I think about it so we buried my grandmother um, back in December and we, she had, of course, when you lose someone, people give you floral arrangements. They also give you plants. And so she had this beautiful floral arrangement. We have sprays for the casket and, you know, flowers all around. The funny thing about it is that my aunt reminded me when I was leaving, cause we went back to, cause of like funerals during COVID, it probably was one of the smoothest things that I've ever seen in a funeral. The funeral home did an amazing job with my grandmother. Um, but my aunt was laughing because she's like, you know, it's so funny. Grandma didn't, she ain't like fresh flowers. I was like, ah, that's right. She sure didn't. Cause anytime somebody gave her flowers, she literally like, girl, you better take these flowers home. Take this home. Take some of these home. Give it to your friend. Give it to this. like, she would just give it away. Um, so now when I think about giving people their roses, it's like, I, it's like, knowing that we gave my grandmother a whole bunch of flowers when she wasn't like, she's no longer here. She didn't like them anyway. It just makes me, it just triggers something different in me. 
But I want to give my roses because the fact that Georgia went blue and flipped the Senate, I'm giving my my roses to Stacey Abrams. Let me tell you something, y'all, them white people in Georgia, y'all fucked your own selves because all y'all had to do was just let her win governor. You couldn't let her do it. You had to go in and try to fuck this up. And now she's like, oh, I'm going to make sure this never happens to nobody. So not only did Georgia go blue for the president, for the presidential election, it went blue. And now it is a Democratic Senate. All because you couldn't just let her be governor. Y'all had to cheat. And I'm like, that is just so ridiculous to me. I'm like, see, this is what y'all get. You never win when you play dirty, child. You're like, Nene said it. Never. She's in Atlanta. Never. You never win. You never win. So Mm-mm. shout out to Stacey Abrams. Shout out to all. And it was like her and a team. So those women, yes. yo, we are going to make sure this never happens. I'm like, see, y'all better hope that nobody ever gives them money to go national. A lot of them red states. Oh, it's the rap. It's the like, rap. Y'all gonna be in trouble. They are. Um, can I add to that to those roses? Mm-hmm. Can I do my roses? You um, also, can. also to Latasha Brown, the founder of Black Voters Matter. Yeah. Um, Yes, who was also um, worked alongside Stacey and getting our young black and brown people registered for educating them on the importance of voting, Mm -hmm. um, what was at risk if we did not vote. Um, Mm -hmm. No, I think I had said earlier on a podcast last year, might have been with you or with Carolyn, that I had transitioned away from scolding black people who do not choose to vote Mm -hmm. because there's a level of exhaustion there of feeling as if you know you're not honored and your vote um is not valued um so moving with more empathy um I have stopped doing oh you know if you don't vote you deserve whatever you know you know consequences you experience I've gotten out of that but I I'm still here for the fight. I will still always advocate for Black voters. Um, That's a value. Um, A part of our family, my great-grandmother on my father's side, um, registered um, Black people to vote in Southeast San Diego. She was walking, you know, walked door to door to register people and and made a point to register Black women to vote, um, who, of course, have now gone on to be the backbone of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. So um, having that in my lineage, um, I'd love to see it. And yeah. um, making sure that we know our rights as voters, that we are not just registered to vote, but knowing our rights and understanding how those local races, how those runoff races, how those primary races are very, very important. Voter education is so very very important because that will connect, I think, with people. People, one, don't like their votes matter because we see how voter suppression works. But then on the other yeah. side, people aren't necessarily educated on who does what, right, on, mm-hmm, on leadership. Mm-hmm. We don't know, you know, how many people before now didn't know that if the Senate is tied, then the vice president is the tie-breaking vote in the Senate. How many people didn't know that until this race in Georgia, the smaller state in the deep South went national and that education and that knowledge was now widespread about how important it is to, you know, have 
a majority in the Senate if you want to push things through like, hey, a coronavirus stimulus package and how that matters having um, a Senate majority um, that also matches with the House majority. So I am very happy. I'm always proud of Black women. I always celebrate Black women. I'm just very happy and very proud. And I can't wait for um, them to get sworn in. I don't even know when that, that's the one thing I can't find. Like, when do they get sworn in? Can they start on Monday? Um, We got some some things we need to do. We need some things we need you to do. We got some some things. Can it be effective immediately? I'm like, can it just be effective immediately? Because quite frankly, I'm with you. I'm glad you said that, Courtney, (laughs) because I was with you. Because for me, it's like, it's voting has always been this really interesting animal for me because I've never lost sight of the fact that um, this is just, I'm like, yes, now we are born that we can vote, but I'm like, I know people that are my, it's not even that far removed that people in my family couldn't vote or they were alive before we could vote. So I'm like, for me, it's always been like, I can't just not do it. But I think this year it was like, I've kind of walked back as well. Cause you know, it's kind of like, not only are we finding voter suppression, we're vote. We're also fighting voter apathy. And I was like, I can actually sit here and just, you know, I'm like, I just want to say, I'm like, if you're apathetic about voting, it could be because of consistent voter suppression. After a while, you're like, well, what's the point? So it's right. like, who wants to vote? go wait in and out, wait right. in a line for three, four hours to vote right. for something like that's you wearing me out. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's like, I was sitting here like, so I can see that. I'm like, it's, too, it's both. I'm like, both the, like, Voter suppression and voter apathy can live without each other, but sometimes they work together. So to see a lot mm-hmm. of Black people literally getting, like, using their platforms, using their mouths, doing anything they can to say stay. They were like, I saw a lot more Black people saying stay in line. Don't right. leave. If you are in line, they have to let you cast your vote. It's like they right. have to. So, like, so don't. And which like, is and which is a direct contrast of what the person occupying the Oval Office at this time was saying that people were allowed to vote after closing. So then trying to say that, and of course, we a lot of those lines that we saw in Georgia and around the country, right? A lot of those long lines to vote are in predominantly Black and Brown areas. Correct. And those folks who are rushing over at 6, 7, and 7.30 are usually what? Getting off work. Right. They've got to pick up their kids. They have to go and do things before they can really head over there to vote. So now they're in line and the polls have closed. But because they were in line before polls closed, they still have to be honored. But see, right. was, it's like the indirect way, the very direct. You the let them people co- like vote at 830. Well, they've been in line right. since 615. So, yes, right. they are. Right. <laughs> and because you because you've closed how many different voting locations mm-hmm. in this precinct, right? Over the Correct. past five, six, 10 years, 20 years, there used to be four voting locations. Now there's just one. So right. yeah, right. The, he, it, it was, it was a lot of flexion going on and it's like, you could see the writing when, once you know and see the game, you can see how they try to manipulate it. Oh, let's mm-hmm. throw out all the votes that mm-hmm. came in after eight o'clock knowing that some of those people have been waiting for two and three hours, but you know, most of those votes are coming from black precincts and you know, Mm -hmm. most of those votes are going to be democratic. So they tried, 
They really tried. You tried and you you tried to take you a shot. <laughs> you tried to take a shot home. and you missed. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, black women have been showing out, basically showing what we have been saying for years. Black women are the cornerstone of the Democratic Party. And then you're saying the nation, the nation, right? The nation. <laughs> so you're just sitting here like you do realize y'all kind of did this without us, right? Y'all weren't going to get on out there. It was us. So it was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad y'all finally recognizing that. And of course, Stacy has been working on this. You know, her specifically, she's been working on, you know, her and Fair Fight. And mm-hmm. Latasha, they have been working on increasing voter registration of black and brown people, of black and brown young people, mm-hmm. uh, um, the shifting demographics in Georgia to, towards being younger, people of color, more progressive, uh, leaning individuals. They have been working on this, you know, since Stacey's uh, gubernatorial race uh, ended how it ended. Yeah. And so this has been this has been a long time coming. but. To look at it, two years isn't really that big. That's not a big time frame to have right. this major shift. I mean, yeah. Georgia, Georgia is is Georgia, and the South is the South, and they were able to honestly flip. I mean, like what we just saw is historic. What's they wrong, Tinker Man? To say, oh, just uh, swallowing his own spit, can't handle himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's um, wrong, Tinker Man? What's going on, Tinker Man? He's like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, to be able to flip not only um, uh, in a presidential race when you have an absolute cartoon villain running for president. <laughs> cartoon <to> a, villain. <laughs> a, 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 an adult. But to, I mean, David, I, 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 I really want to point out how now Kelly Loeffler is a Stafford, an evil Stafford robot. So she was weird. Mm-hmm. So that was just like, I feel like um, Reverend Warnock, again, just looked like a normal, nice human being next to her very weird, cold veneer. Right. But I, yeah. I really want to point out how difficult it would have, it, it was for John Osta to go up against David Perdue comes from a very well-known political Georgia family, like running mm-hmm. back generations. Mm, he has okay. a very, he's very well connected. Um, his one of his uh, relatives is in the Trump administration, Secretary of Transportation. I want to something. Mm, okay. Don't get me the lion. Um, let me. Yeah. So. David Perdue, and of course, um, we all know that both him and Kelly Loff are very wealthy. Um, so it, it's this is monumental on so many different um, levels. Oh, Sonny Perdue um, is David Perdue's cousin. He's currently the Secretary of Agriculture. So that's what's that's the type of family David comes from. Oh, good um, lord. Oh my god! Yeah, what? It's, yeah, they're very. It's a very well connected family, and so um, being able to just not flip Georgia for the presidential race, but to mm-hmm. flip two Senate seats and mm-hmm. to get two Democrats in there going up against who they went up against, 
um, is amazing. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the fact that both of them worked with John Lewis was like, oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Like, oh, we're here to play. Oh, okay. Got it. We're here. I was like, we're here. It's like, great. Yes. So that means, because I think when it comes to like, you know, white Democrats, um, there's always that, that breath you take, like you're Democrat, but you're still a white person. So I'm very, I'm still a little wary of you, but then you look at the people that they're around and you just go, oh, okay, you were around John Lewis. So he probably helped you see a lot more things, kind of like what happened with right. Hillary, because Hillary has a lot of black women around her. And I didn't know mm-hmm. that until I watched her documentary. I'm like, damn, you really do be keeping black women around you, don't you? Because we be knowing. Mm-hmm. We be knowing. Like, you just, I be, you be knowing. I'm, I'm glad they um helped because I'm like, yes, thank you. Child, mm. I'm, I'm just. And I'm just still mad that. that we, I feel like we haven't been able to celebrate them and this mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we knew um, that night that Reverend Warnock had won, but mm-hmm. then um, the counting um, for John Ossoff ran into January 6th mm-hmm. and where they uh, then called the race for him. Mm-hmm. But of course, other things were happening. Mm-hmm. So it felt like we didn't get to get like settle and we couldn't celebrate. even celebrate this without something else coming up like, right well, what the hell I'm like can we like oh yeah y'all like i oh, feel no. like we haven't been able to properly celebrate the fact that we have right. a black woman as vice president i feel like i have not been able to properly like celebrate that to put because like, of all the drama that's been mm-hmm. going on and i feel very mad about that because it's like you're stealing my joy Right. I don't appreciate that shit. I feel very cheated because it's like when Barack Obama was elected, we got to celebrate move. for months. Yeah, but that was with a whole Kamala, move. we don't have we we can't even do this because that ass hat has not conceded and he said he wasn't going to and he's not coming to the inauguration. We don't want you there, but it's like, but like, still though. like were you invited? It's like it's secure. First like of all, good. Hi, be. we didn't want you there anyway, but 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 like security like needs to have been escorting you off the grounds anyway because like, I want them to, to pull you by your ankles as you like like grab his ankles and drag him out because that man do a jazz throw like something yeah. it's like I need something I'm like I need something dramatic because this is just like this is unprecedented this is unheard of it's like the last time a, a sitting president did not go to the inauguration was in the 1800s I'm like sir what why would you want to call why do you want to make this kind of history Right. Like, girl, okay. So let's let's start low-key. Um, speaking of Kamala, Kamala Harris is on the cover of Vogue for February. Hey. I was like, ooh. So there are two photos floating out with um, Kamala. So one is the one that she actually okayed, apparently also Anna Wintour okayed, which is of her in a powder blue suit, the... And it is beautiful. I'm like, she looks beautiful. The one that people are seeing is not the one that... Apparently, there's two different covers. They're saying this too. Um, so one cover, Kamala looks graceful. It's a like a gold background. She has on a powder blue suit, and she has her arms crossed. So this is the one they're saying that that should be the cover. But that is not the one that is going around. There is one going around that is pink and 
um, pink and green, and she has on her Chuck Taylors, and it's a, I believe it's a black or navy blue suit, if I'm not, I'm like, I can't tell by the colors, and people are like, I cannot believe y'all put Kamala Harris in this, and this is the cover that you guys are using. So, I have seen both photos, so I think the one in the powder blue suit is the one that they are using, that's going to be, because the it's for the February issue. So it's probably going to be that for that one. But yeah. Oh, okay. I'm looking at it better. It's a, looks like it's a black suit. So she's got on her, you know, her Chuck Taylors are black and white and it's the suit and she's standing. It's like a green and then it's a pink um, silk thing that she's standing on. So I don't Ooh. know if that was like a ode to the fact that she is actually an AKA. So those would be her colors. Right. So I don't know which, um, I don't know which cover they're going to be using for the actual print magazine. I don't know if this is going to be a um, the digital copy. Who knows? Who cares? I've seen people who actually are AKAs who actually did like the pink and green one because it was pink and green is their colors. So I see both. They're like, oh, my God, this is whack. I'm like, she deserves a better photo. I'm like, I've seen the powder blue photo because somebody like had a thread. I think it was Yasher Ali was like, OK, so the one they okayed is her in a powder blue suit. And people are like, what suit? I'm like. So yeah, I've seen that picture too. So I've seen both. I'm not exactly sure which one is going to come up on the magazine. Um, but I, I just like seeing Kamala Harris. It's like, I, I'm all about it. The fact that she is on the cover of Vogue. It's like, yeah, I'm all about it. Um, and you know, she's from out here with me. Mm-hmm. She's, she was born in Oakland. She grew up in Berkeley, but she'd be claiming Oakland. But mm-hmm. I guess we just let her. <laughs> They're neighboring cities. It's fine. I mean, we let, we let you claim like, that. Okay. We let you claim yeah, Okay, like, well, like okay, like okay, girl. Like it's fine. And then of course, like she, you know, went to Canada and then went on to Howard. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she's from out here. Homegirl from out here. Her and Cruz actually were born at the same hospital. Aww. Yes, yes, Oakland Kaiser. Yes, <laughs> yes, you. Yes, so. you were born there. So yeah. it looks like. So I guess Tyler. Aw, what's wrong, man? He needs a diaper change, so I'm gonna mute. Okay, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's fine. So while you're doing that, so Tyler Mitchell was the photographer. I believe he is a photographer, and he is the one who did the covers for um her and the ones that he had um put on his social media was of the him in the power to blue suit. Um, so the both, both are out there. I have a feeling that the pink and green and her, and it's, it looks like black. I'm trying to say black. It probably was them testing the lighting. I have a feeling and that's what it is. I'm just very excited about she's on the cover of Vogue. Um, she is being interviewed by a woman by the name of Alexis Okewo. So I'm all about it. We got a black photographer. I'm actually assigning blackness to this person that I don't know what she looks like, but for some reason I'm assigning blackness to her. Um, but yeah, I'm all about this very blackity black photo. I, I I get what people are saying because we we want to see our folks in the best light. Um, we never. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she is black. Never mind. I just looked her up. She is African. Okay, so. We just want to show it in our best light, and I get it. It's like I, I hear y'all. I actually don't mind the pink and green, but the the gold background with the powder blue is phenomenal. So I believe that's the one that they're using. 
Um, next thing in low key is Carrie Hilson has decided that we can't just be quiet. We can't just do this thing where we sit over there and eat our food, order from the Uber Eats. We have decided that we're going to talk about things because she is a goddamn, she is a, she is a damn bird. And I really wish (laughs) she would just like go back to posting thirst traps on her Instagram because she is stunning and also tying cherry stems with her tongue. Ma'am, stick to that stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Please do not go chasing waterfalls because I'm kind of sick of people like dunking on you and always reminding us that if your your career would be a lot bigger if you had just shut the fuck up about Beyonce. I'm like, see, you could have been been like Rihanna. You could have been like Sierra. Okay, that's rude probably because Sierra is Sierra. Um, and I actually kind of like Sierra. I like Sierra as, you know, you know, Russell Wilson's wife and how cute and beautiful her, their kids are. I just kind of like that, but I also like her music. So it is what it is. Um, so, and we'll get into this when we get in a high key, but Donald Trump has been what seems like after everything that happened at the Capitol with an O um, building, he is slowly but surely being deplatformed from everything. So, uh, his Twitter handle, not the POTUS Twitter handle, but his personal Twitter handle, Real Donald Trump, has been suspended from Twitter. And all of a sudden you saw everybody else deplatforming him. So Miss 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 Carrie decided to get all up on her um her IG story. I really don't understand why she took a break from the cherry stems because I feel like she could teach a class, but well, you she's know, pregnant, so now she's transitioning oh. into oh goddamn what will probably be her being an anti-vaxxy type of oh, mom oh so oh she's she is QAnon light it seems okay mm, all right yeah so she decided to put this on her instagram it was a screenshot of um donald trump's twitter handle being suspended and she said this may be funny but it is a little dangerous to take trump out of it for a moment a democracy must include freedom of speech. Imagine other leaders or popular figures not being able to voice their opinion if it opposes the majority of world leaders. Our freedom of speech being taken from us slowly but surely censorship. If the leader of the free world can be removed, imagine that same right of citizens. Imagine believing every time you read false information detected and propaganda, deceptive reports, and flat-out lies being the only thing we see. So here's the fun thing about that, Carrie. Niggas actually get their accounts suspended. Why are you acting like he don't? It's like, so, hi. They've been letting this man cook for four years. But not even four, right? Not even four. So people are like, oh, look at the drama drama he's caused over the past four years. This motherfucker was on Twitter in 2011 spreading birther conspiracies about President Obama. Like, he's been a nuisance on Twitter, and they let him thrive. So... She can really, if it's like, if it's, if a world leader can get booted off, yes, a world leader should also have to follow the terms and conditions that he signed up for. He right. should not get a pass because he's a world leader. That doesn't even make any sense what she's saying. Should he get a pass to say whatever the fuck he wants to and incite vi- violence? Ma'am, people died. Girl. People died, ma'am. People, people are died. dying, Kim. 
suicide. People are dying. What are God. you? What the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, and I like, need y'all to. Hill you want to die on? This is the hill. I'm like, I promise you, it's account? never Donald Donald Trump in no form or fashion is ever the hill that you need to die on, especially never. when there are people who actually <laughs> went to that coup and did die. I'm like, see, he's not the hill to die on. And it's like, baby, ma'am, I know you got some time. We all in the Panasonic and we got downtime. So I <laughs> Google freedom of speech and what that actually fucking means. It does not mean you can get up on Twitter and say whatever you want. It means that legally you you don't face legal prosecution. That's literally what this means. It doesn't mean you I'm like, so when dudes like freedom of speech, why can't I say it? Yeah, you can call me a nigger all you want, but if I punch you in the face, it's like, don't say nothing. Like freedom right. of speech. Yeah, that's consequences to your free. Also, just reiterating, Twitter is a private entity. When you, you sign, sign up for up. the account, you terms and conditions. Terms and conditions. Except. So if you violate those terms and conditions, mm-hmm. and again, they can, uh, uh, a private entity can also change their terms and conditions at any yep. point uh, in any time. Point. And if you've agreed to them, like they'll send you, you know, you get them all the time. You'll, yeah. They'll send you an update. Like we've updated our terms and conditions. Correct. So they send, they can change it at any time. So if you violate the terms and conditions with a private entity, yes, mm-hmm. they can remove they you can from remove their you. platform, their company, their business, their, their brick and mortar load. This is no different. Um, someone on the news and I forget their name and I wish I did. Um, that she was on uh, the week with Joshua Johnson. This is no different than if you go into a restaurant and you start fucking up the mood and acting a whole ass fool and the restaurant asks you to leave and then no longer you're no longer allowed in that location. This is literally no different than this. Literally no different than someone getting kicked out of a club and then banned from the club from fucking shit up. This is no different. This is not him being right. silenced. He still has access to the internet. He has an up and running campaign a website he could get on and just post all of his videos or post notes to that website he's still able to reach people he has a fucking press room in his house he can call a press conference hello can we can we talk about that part no one is silencing him like he's He's being silenced silenced. i'm like you do realize he's the president of the united states and he can literally call a press conference he can do a he can actually like stop everything on like Primetime television write. and say, I'm going to hold a press conference and every news station is going to turn it on. What are you doing? He's if the he president. More, if he was literate past, you know, third grade uh, book report level, he <laughs> could write an op-ed and put it in a paper. Like mm-hmm. he could start his own newspaper. And, and you Actually, know people, could they would publish it too. They're like, here's what the president yes. said. I'm like, why are you writing If he this? could write an op-ed and send it to the Times and they would run it, and it, it could say whatever. Now they would fact check him for sure, but he can write an opinion piece. He can he can create a, a, a blog. He can he has access to all this money. He has access to all this technology. And oh, to note, to note on mm-hmm. Parlor, Ivanka Trump has a post. Um, encouraging people to buy a mug because they're fundraising for the Trump News Network. The man is not being silenced. And he, like, Twitter not wanting to deal with his bullshit. And see, this is what really what it came down to because, you know, like we said, people have died. Twitter mm-hmm. is like, when the shit hits the fan and people start suing for wrongful death, we're not going to get caught up in the shit where it's like we allowed people to organize a deadly attack. 
because that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to obviously people being personally responsible for their actions, right? But Twitter and whatever platforms people use that can be moderated, that weren't properly moderated, that allowed all this to thrive, are going to be found liable. I can already see it. I can Correct. already see it. Correct. So they're trying to get rid of him, get rid of the QAnon folks, get rid of the MAGA folks who are specifically, and, and mind you, you can go on there and find you yeah. someone, a MAGA person right now. Not everyone's being removed, but the people who are obviously organizing insurrection at the Capitol, oh mm-hmm. no, you've got to go. You can't, you, you can organize your crazy shit if you want to, but you can't do it here. That's what Twitter's doing. That's what everybody else is doing. You're not going, we're, we're not going to have this blood on our hands when it comes down to it. Correct. So that's what it's about. Right. I was, I'm sitting here like, Carrie, you could have just been, girl, shut the hell up. And I was like, I, I want to know why I'm seeing so many black people. I'm acting like it's a, a treasure trove. I'm like, I'm sorry. But if it's more than one black person saying some like fuck shit like this, I'm like, yeah, that's one too many. I'm like, why are y'all doing this? Y'all literally making this the hill y'all want to die on for Donald Trump. This man who literally would step over you to get somewhere. I know y'all fucking lying. It's like, are you kidding? You're doing this. For someone who don't give a shit about you, has never gave a shit about you in the whole four years he's been in fucking office. He damn sure ain't been claiming about black people since the 90s. But sure, let's make this the hill you want to die. Let's talk about censorship. Censorship, literally, how many tweets have he done since his presidency that is dangerous and inciting violence? And people have been screaming and begging for him to be removed. And it's like, they keep reporting the tweets. They just started adding in the fact checker in the last few Yeah. I'm like he's like, like yes. October. It was like, <laughs> like literally. I'm like, October. excuse me, this is wrong. I'm like, oh, thank you, Twitter. Thanks, thanks for that. And that was only <laughs> just like with COVID stuff initially. Right. That was only with. It wasn't even with election. Right. It was uh, just COVID. Fraud. Okay, so it was he mm, guys. Right. It was like that's all y'all did. <sighs> it's like please leave us alone. It's like yeah. So fuck Carrie Hilson. I mean, she's beautiful. Pretty Girl Walks is still a bop to me. I think she makes the bo- She tried to make the bops. I mean, she made the bips, not the bops, it seems. Mm. But, you know, it's like, girl, shut up. She apparently should delete it. It's like, baby, you took too long to delete it. Because we all seen it now. We all we seen all it. It's like, know. you got too many eyes on your Instagram for you to be like, let me do it after a couple of hours. I'm like, oh, girl, so millions of people have seen it by then. It's like, but yeah, you can go, you can go to eternal hell, okay, with Karen Huger. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's rude. Yeah, we don't want Karen Huger in eternal hell, but we don't want you in casual hell for this. We want you in eternal hell. Take these that censorship to stuff to eternal hell. Okay. Um, the last thing in low key is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh Lord. In his whole office decided to make a seven-minute video speaking out against what happened on Wednesday and also brought up the fact that a lot of people probably didn't notice. I mean, he does say he's from Austria, so I'm I'm not sure why we all didn't understand this, but apparently his father was a Nazi soldier. He brought up Kristallnacht, um, which is the 1938 Nazi attack against Jewish people, homes and synagogues. I think it was called uh, Bloody Wednesday. He, he used the term and I, yeah. Oh, the day of broken glass. That is what the, um, oh, uh, crystal knock. 
Yes. Crystal he knock. brought that yes. up. He was just like, Wednesday was America's crystal knock. And I'm like, I'm black. So I'm going to have to think about this for a minute. <laughs> I feel like it's not. We've had a few crystal knocks yeah. before. It's like, they're like, this is for America. And I'm like, it's 2020. So I know for a fact that something else worse happened than this. But I mean, mm, if okay. we're talking about now, there haven't been attacks against the government, but what you've had are racially motivated, devastating attacks on black Can people. Can we say the, tra- the trail of tears? I'm like, is that a crystal knot? Could we assume that? Oh, I mean, like on white people. Oh, we're including I mean, white people. I mean, ongoing. I mean, uh, I mean, we could do, talk about the Tulsa massacre. I mean, yeah, about I mean, civil rights movement. I mean, the more um, apartments being just bombed. Like, I am so confused I'm on just, what you know. I, I don't know, but yeah, he got on his seven. He did seven minutes. I will say that I didn't necessarily hate the video. I thought it was fine. Um, I think it's very interesting that. Arnold Schwarzenegger seems to be the Republican that he seems to be the conservative Republican and or even conservative Republican that all conservatives and Republicans act like they are. It's like, so you're not Arnold in this thing because Arnold Schwarzenegger has been talking about redlining for a few years. And it's like, that's really interesting coming from a conservative. So it's really interesting to watch GOP folks act like they act like Arnold Schwarzenegger when they don't. It's like, so you don't talk the way that he does. He literally I said, don't fucking to... vote for this man. He's like, I am I think for the 2016, he wrote in John Kasich because he wasn't voting for Donald Trump. It's totally different 2016 than it is 2020. I have a feeling he voted for Joe Biden. This is where you know shit is fucked up. When Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who don't talk about politics, made a whole fucking video and said, I'm voting for Joe Biden. And people let, literally like, fuck you. I'm unfollowing you. It's like. I don't care. His daddy is black. I'm like, why are y'all acting like his daddy ain't black? I'm like, you, and his mama is Polynesian. What are you doing? He is not your white dude. I know he is the, one of my favorite impossible white men in movies, but he definitely is a black man. And he has no problem telling your ass that either, but right. So it's, it's so interesting to watch one, a very comprehensive seven minute video, him bringing up the fact that his father was a Nazi shoulder soldier, which is like Austria. Right. Right. He is from Austria. I don't know why it, it like it blanks you out because it's like, we're so used to him being here. Mind you, how long has he been from Austria? And he still has an accent. How long have you been in America and you still talk like this, but it's, it, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I appreciate his words. Cause after a while I'm like, I'm tired of black people speaking and y'all don't fucking listen to us i'm like yeah i'm gonna let y'all white people speak because y'all need to talk about this because what happened on wednesday is like y'all need to talk about this we are can we talk about how they are thugs and cop killers like what they are domestic terrorists use the whole words because i think people i don't was it mitch mcconnell who called them thugs and they're like mitch i'm like oh so really oh you're not thugs because you're you're so we're gonna act like like you're right oh so we're gonna act like you're not doing treason oh it's not treason when you do it oh okay so yeah so it's up on his twitter Arnold Schwarzenegger is not with the shits he ain't been with the shits for like three and a half four years I just want to let y'all maybe actually five years because he was doing it before Donald Trump got elected he's been talking about redlining for a very long time I'm like I'm glad he's actually putting this out because black people knew this 
Black people knew what redlining was. A lot of white people act like they didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. They're like, what do you mean? What's redlining? Oh, that's that's not what happened. They would never do that. I'm like, you are under this impression that when it came right down to it, white people were not terrible to people that were not white in this country. They did everything they possibly could to make sure that people who were not white in this country could not eat where they wanted to, live where they wanted to, get bank loans to buy homes. They did not want them to have anything. They wanted you to be like, look, if we don't give you stuff, maybe you'll go back to wanting to be slaves and then we can have status quo back to this. Like you're under the impression that y'all ancestors, some of y'all friends' ancestors weren't terrible pieces of shit and you need to stop like measuring racism by how many racial slurs they've used that is not what racism is thank you Cruz that's right you tell them it's like let me tell you something I'm like I got I got words for y'all I got words and vowels and babbles okay like I'm tired of y'all we tired of your shit okay so let's slide into mid-key and we already mentioned this already but Georgia Georgia, Georgia, red ass Georgia that people forgot was red ass Georgia because all them Atlanta housewives live there. They're like, it's not a blue, it's not a blue state, y'all. It's the South. It's a very red state. But Georgia has now turned blue because of the two runoff elections. Uh and because Georgia has finally turned blue, they have flipped the Senate and now the Senate is back to being blue. So for people who did not watch Schoolhouse Rock or crack open a book or pay attention in, you know, civics class in high school. Um, Social studies in yes. elementary. <laughs> oh, very true. We talk about how bills and laws are passed. Um, I think a lot of people who have been yelling at Nancy Pelosi to fix shit are really forgetting the part that one, Nancy is over the house. She's not over the Senate. So it goes from the House. If it's passed in the House, it goes to the Senate. If it's passed in the Senate, it gets signed by the president. So that is how laws work for us. If you want, I I implore you all to Google, I'm just a bill. It's a schoolhouse rock little ditty. Y'all should look it up. It literally simplified everything about how bills work. So throughout this whole pandemic, people have been yelling at House Democrats to get us a stimulus package, not realizing they have put up maybe two, three, or four. And every time it got to the Senate, they said, absolutely fucking not. So the one that happened for the $1,200 back in um, April and May and June, I have no idea what kind of Rob Peter to pay Paul things the House had to do to get this shit passed. Not my business. Um, So to watch that they are saying this is why Georgia was so important for these runoff elections. Cause they knew we're not going to get no shit done with Biden in the, in the office. It wasn't just about getting Biden there. I'm like, we need other people. We need more teeth. Our dinosaur needs more teeth. It's not just the president. The president is a figurehead for our country, but Congress is who really makes shit move. So we needed Georgia. So yeah. Black voters turned out for Georgia. Um, so the runoff happened on January 5th, if I'm not mistaken. <sighs> yep, January 5th, because January 4th was Monday. So January 5th, it was called. So um, 
I'm sorry. This is just, I'm getting emotional. I don't know why. So Reverend Raphael Warnock, he won that night and he took over, um, I believe her name is Kelly Loeffler. <clears throat> she took his spot. Now, Kelly Loeffler had been there a long time. And then she said some really racist stuff, not realizing um, you have a whole bunch of black people in Atlanta. And also there was an Atlanta WNBA team who said, yeah, vote for the other person. I don't know what the fuck she thought was going to happen. So <clears throat> she lost her seat to uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock. And then David Perdue lost his seat to John Ossoff, but he wasn't confirmed until the next day because they were still counting because his race was too close to call. I think I think when I stopped looking at it, maybe it was like 11, 11.30, they said it's too close to call. We can't call the race yet. I was like, oh, okay. But they had yeah. already um, called Raphael Warnock's um, race. So now here it is. We have... It said it flips blue. We know that by Wednesday morning, but we know by Wednesday afternoon, um, white supremacists were like, hold my beer. Because all of that (laughs) was eclipsed. The fact that we have like Senate, like we now back to having a blue Senate and a blue house was eclipsed by the fact that white people are like, how dare you not just let us do whatever the fuck we wanted to do? Because we not. Have a good day. He's like, I don't, I don't know what you want us to say. Hold on one second. Okay, sorry about that. So can I just tell you, Uber Eats is very interesting because I sit, I because I order from like a place called Seasons Pizza, and they're on Uber Eats, but their actual restaurant does the um, delivery. And so he was calling huh. was like huh? I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, and then he's like, oh, hi, um, um, this is from, because he left his voicemail and it's like, I couldn't hear what the hell he was saying. Then he called back and I was like, hello. He's like, oh, this is the guy from season. I'm like, oh, because I totally forgot. I was like, how did, did I- you order food? Right. I totally <laughs> forgot. I was like, oh yeah, I sure did. Oh my God. Okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's so funny, but yeah. So we should be celebrating the fact that we have a blue Senate, but it means we have a blue Congress finally um, after so many God awful years. Um, Now we have a full blue Congress because it was like, it's a big deal that we got a blue house. And it was like, we had to rob Peter to pay Paul to get to that. Um, But that was eclipsed by what happened on um, as Arnold Schwarzenegger would say the day of broken glass. And uh, in our country when they stormed the Capitol with an O. I'm going to keep saying with an O because that's been fucking people up. It's kind of like your and your and accept and, and accept and accept. It's been fucking people up. I'm like, I don't I don't understand. But sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, shout out to Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. They both worked with John Lewis. So that is good ground that he probably sowed that he sold into so i'm very excited for that and i am excited for all of the organizers in georgia including stacy abrams and all the organizations who got out the vote um yeah black people did that it's like i we are the minority we definitely are a minority in this country however our voices and our votes matter and i'm so glad that people are starting to see that because one 
we people focus on the electoral college and they say, see, this is why our votes don't matter. I'm like, it technically does. It's just a fucked up roundabout way in the electoral college. But when it comes to local races, yeah, we, we don't have no electoral college for that. It's literally like everybody's vote matters. And that is all we wanted to focus on. It's like, I, I get why people think that the electoral college doesn't matter. I'm like, but it's also the electoral votes are dictated about the majority of votes in that state. So it's like, it's weird, but also the reason why we have electoral colleges is because of white supremacy. So we're not, you know, this is not the, this is not the pod for that. I mean, I feel like there should be a pod for that, but right now we're not going to talk about what the electoral college is and why we have them and why white people hate black people voting. You know, it's not today, maybe. Or why it was racist to begin with and how it was even formed was around slavery, but yeah, we won't mm-hmm. get into that. Yeah, we're not, not today, honey. I, I feel like maybe after January 20th, but so not today, not today. Um, Next story. We are going to talk about, I have not talked about this yet. Um, We're going to talk about Soho Karen, a.k.a. Mia Ponsetto. So, doesn't remember, there was a video um, in New York about a young woman with a, I'm not saying young woman, a woman, fuck that, with a mask on screaming at a child. The boy is 14, but of course he's tall because He's just tall. It's like, so if you see a tall black boy, you think that he's a man. And it's like, so he's still 14. He's still 12. I don't care about his height. He is still a child. So she is screaming at him because she said that he stole her phone. They're in a hotel lobby. The hotel is named the Arlo Hotel. She's screaming at him. His father, who is a jazz musician, came down and started recording. He said, what are you doing? So apparently homegirl also physically attacked this boy and mm-hmm. jumped on his back right jumped on him attacked tackled him the father then manhandled her or pushed her to the ground I'm not exactly sure what he what happened but she's like he attacked me and i'm like after you put your hand here your hands on his son it's like yeah no you're not going to hit my kid so she's screaming they took my phone he took my phone and she was like he could just show it to show me um to show me the phone and he's like he doesn't have to do that and I want to know why, right. don't, like, hotel management was there. I don't know if it was the actual manager or just a receptionist or manager on duty. I don't know why. But I have no idea why nobody in that situation could be even killed and just say, well, ma'am, are you sure that's your phone? We could just call the phone. <laughs> it's like, what's the number? I can call the number right now. But no, no one did that. Y'all just let this crazy woman just start yelling. Then fast forward, apparently she left... Her dumbass left it in an Uber. The Uber brought it back to the hotel because that apparently was the last person he dropped off and that was the last person he'd been. He's like, this probably belongs to somebody. So she got her phone back. The little boy that's 14 had an iPhone 12. Um, he did not steal your fucking phone. He's like, you just see him with a phone and say, oh, he must have stole it. So, But it's um, like, I, I just feel like, too, like what were the chances that her phone and his phone looked exactly alike. Like iPhone aside, right? Like right. the chances that just because you have an iPhone, like I have a cover, I have an iPhone, but my you have a iPhone cover on it. Co- you have a cover. Yeah, on. I have a cover on it. Um, like the chances that it was like say maybe like they both have a white iPhone is just. Mm-hmm. Big, I just feel like 
like, did you think it was the exact same phone? Like he didn't have any distinct markings or any distinct covering or anything that like it matched your phone. Exact. I just have a hard time believing that it matched her phone. Exactly. I just don't believe that for one second. I think also, um, if you run through uh, this woman's uh, background, her and her mother have had issues with disorderly, disruptive, mm-hmm. violent conduct mm-hmm. um, in other hotels and other locations. And even when she was apprehended the other day in Ventura, she was trying to fight the police mm-hmm. to um, she was trying to break away and get free, even though she was um, under arrest. So she's um, violent. Um, She's uh, an at. She obviously has an issue with addiction. Um, But a couple of the other instances, um, her and her mother were drunk in the middle of the day, being loud and disorderly at locations. So she's um, they you know they have issues with alcohol and probably drugs, um, Mm -hmm. because I I just don't see uh, alcohol making you that damn paranoid. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I, say that's drugs. I I'm feel not, like it's you know, something I don't else. Have no proof. Yeah, yeah. I and then she seemed you know, very watching. tweaked out to me, and I was like, "What the fuck is going? Why are y'all entertaining him? Like, you're lucky that that boy's mama wasn't there because I think she would have beat your ass, girl. It's like oh, and then, I'm like, and I would have. I've been like, very, uh, hold up, Mm-mm. I'd have beat her ass. I like, it, period. I just find it overwhelmingly offensive that she even. I mean, you've. I don't know how many people have seen the security footage of him you know, circumventing her um, mm-hmm. attacks. You know, she's all trying to get all in his face. Yeah, and yeah. Finally gets around her and her. gets free. She yeah. chases after him and then hops on his back. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she thinks that that was somehow appropriate, but a parent, you know, man, woman, whomever, mm-hmm. a parent defending their child wouldn't warrant her getting her ass tossed. To, he tossed me on the ground. Yes. Because you attacked his child. child. It's like, man, you lucky his mama wasn't there because she'd I swear, I'd have beat her ass, period. And then see, that's my other point. His father probably exercised restraint in that situation because he's one, he she's white, he's black, and you don't know when security when the police are going to show up so you don't want to be and you know they might have not been there to see what had happened to let up to that right you might be in a situation he throws her to the ground he just taking off on her and then the police show up and it just looks like a black man is beating up a a defenseless Mm -hmm. white woman so he probably exercised as much restraint as as he he could. could yeah because he was a black man and she was a white woman but trust and believe if that would have been a mother Oh now that it's woman to woman, it would have been oh, a scene. It would have been, been a scene. She would have been taken to te- she. There would be no interview with Gail. She'd no. be having her ass laid up right next to a COVID patient in ICU, struggling to to breathe. Man, Ab- I don't know. Absolutely, no, she would have gotten choked the fuck out by me. I don't know what you think. And then in the midst of it all, right? Like you're accusing my child of being a thief on mm-hmm. top of anything. Mm-hmm. And since he's a child, it's like I bought him that phone. Correct. You're, you're you're blaming my child no, for like, your I know I bought interest. him that phone. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. I know I bought you that phone. So you're assuming that one, we don't have the ability to get our children nice items. You're accusing my child of being a thief. You're mm-hmm. blaming him for your, I'm sure, drug or alcohol induced, uh, you know, lapse in, in, in awareness and leaving your phone in a, in a damn Uber. So 
and she's, you know, oh, well, how would you feel if your phone was lost and you couldn't get in touch with your family? I would not if my phone a was actually old baby. Call call your damn call your phone company. Ask for a new Ma'am, phone. My phone new, is lost. That's all you have. You're to in do. New York. You're in New York. Go to the Apple store and get a new phone. Girl, bitch. It's not that. I know you got insurance. You could just go. You, I know you not. Wrap your it. shit up on the cloud. And Girl. just go get a new phone, like, weirdo. Like, like, it's like, not. My iPhone is on the phone. This is not your phone. I'm like, I would. That's why I'm sitting here. Like, why didn't anybody just call the phone? I'm calling your number right now. It is not his phone, ma'am. Get out of his face. It's like it's not your phone. All you had to do was but call I the feel number. Like even but then, I feel like, yeah, it's go like ahead. I don't even know why she. It's not even clear like why she targeted him outside of like, out of all those people that coming in phone. and out. This was not like some random. This wasn't even late at night. This is during the day, so you know there was other people going in and out. Why did you pick out this fourteen-year-old boy? It's like, it's like why? It's, it's just really not clear like why she even thought it was him. And then on top of it all, she lost the phone. It wasn't even actually stolen, right? It's it's your phone. You got your phone. Yeah, you misplaced it. So yeah, she's yeah. um, That family's a civil suit. She's a knock. Oh yeah, she's a knock. Oh absolutely. And then I don't know if you heard the the news. Her friend came out and said she wasn't racist because some years ago when he was with Kylie, she slept with Tyga. So. Okay, so let's 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 go here. So everybody saw the uh, interview, the clip. It's not the whole interview. Apparently, the whole interview is coming out tomorrow for Good Morning America. But Gail had a clip of the interview. Now, a lot of people are quick to tell (laughs) minorities. So I believe that she is um, either Mex. Hispanic or Latinx and everybody's like she can't be racist because of this I'm like let me explain something to you anti-blackness is in every race on this earth including blackness please stop acting like Mexican people cannot be racist they can be Hispanic people cannot be racist yes they can be or better yet that anti-blackness is some a river that everybody swims in and for people to actually you like oh he's she's not racist because she had black dick I'm like that means she just likes fucking black dick that does not mean she likes black people. Please stop using your sexual past to actually condone being like to actually argue against racism. I, I'm not racist because I fuck Tyga. That means you fuck some black dick. Like, what are you doing? That does not also, mean like black people. A, also, Tyga's a rich celebrity. So like, like it's like celebrity dick is not the same. Thing. It's like, what are you right. doing? I'm like, I don't care about your sexual past and how many non-white dicks you have sucked or put in your ass or had in your pussy. I don't give a shit. That does not mean anything. Fuck you. It's like, no, she's racist. And also she's disrespectful. Um, Cause she, during that interview, she put up her hand to the screen. Cause of course she's back in California. They didn't arrest her till she got back. Homegirl got to leave New York and go home to California. And then they pinched her and brought her back. That bitch got to go home. If it was the other way around, this man had assaulted her. Y'all wouldn't have been letting him leave the city. She got to leave the whole fucking state and get on a plane and go home. It's like, yeah, you know what? No, we, So homegirl put up her, her hand and said enough to Gail. And that was the end of the clip. And then you heard this audible. Ooh, and it was from the white correspondent that was sitting on that panel. It wasn't, it wasn't, 
Gail just shook her head. I'm like, see, this is the thing. You got your 20, you actually sat up in Gail King's face and said, I'm 22. I am young. I mean, I, I was like, he's 14. Why are you acting like because you are young, you should get a pass, but you're talking about you assaulting a 14-year-old? Yeah, I hope that family gets their civil case together because they really do need to. It's like, uh, I don't care using your age. And apparently she had on a hat called Daddy. And it's like her lawyer was like, I, I didn't want her to wear the hat. Um, Bitch, there is nothing. She sh Why didn't you prep your client to tell her that she should come here apologetic and say, I made a mistake? No, you actually were trying to sit here and be vindicated like your name is Monique Samuels and you got a bird in your house. It's like, uh, girl, fuck you. You fucked up. You should have came she here like, I fucked very up. very weird. It was like, why are you acting like you're the weird. victim here? You put your hands on this boy. Yeah, I hope that Like, you could have literally did anything. You anything else. Did anything else. There's so else. many other things you could have flipped, you could have flipped to other than, I'm going to attack this little boy because he stole my phone. I'm like, what are you doing? Girl, what are you doing? How would he get, how would he have access to your phone? The only way that you can actually say that he stole is if he took it right out your goddamn hand which is not what happened. So explain to us how you got here. Um, I would say, is it crack? It's probably not. It seems like you're tweaking out on meth. You probably sniffed some bath salts. I don't know what the fuck you doing, but girl, you got somebody full circle fucked up if you think that any parent would see you putting <clears> your, <throat> your hands on their child and think they're not going to do something. You actually are trying to use the fact that his father was physically aggressive with you because you touched his child to see it's more wrong that he put his hands on me. No, actually it's not. You can miss us with that. And apparently there is no bail set. So she, I think she's still in jail. She, yeah. She doesn't need to be nowhere. Yeah. So they, they didn't, there's no bail. She's still in fucking jail. She can be there. All of that. Because she also has three court cases that Courtney um, talked about. One is from February where she was charged with public intoxication with her her mother and another person they were involved in a fight at a hotel this is from last february she also has dui charges from may 29th and october 10th um and that the may the may 29th one a someone saw her leave a supermarket clearly intoxicated as she drove away in a vehicle Officers responding to a 911 call found her with open containers of alcohol and marijuana in the car. She was also charged with driving with a suspended license. Yeah, that bitch ain't getting out of jail. And she don't She's need to. She's a mess. She's this a man is a, much... This woman is a mess. It's like, yeah, you need She to needs sit clinical there. help. Oh, yeah. Obvious. Like, she's obviously um, struggling with, like I had mentioned before. For, I'm not a doctor. Right. But she's clearly struggling with addiction Something. issues. Right. And um, she assaults children. She needs to be in jail. She can. She don't need to go to rehab. She'll. She can detox in jail. Yeah, it's fine. Please do. So, so I was like, we don't need that. And there may be some folks that are will come out to defend her and include mental illness. And I need y'all to stop that. Please stop equating people. No, because it's like violent she's and obviously... assertive and aggressive in public. Oh, she must have something wrong with her. Or no. she could be a complete asshole. She's, she could be like, hi, like we're not doing this. Yeah. It's like, she's not, she's not suffering from mental illness. She's an angry drunk, obviously. Right. And right. she needs to be in jail. She's, yeah. you know, driving under the influence no, is dangerous. She, she could have killed, killed somebody. somebody with that car. As somebody who has, was 
hit in a car accident with a drunk driver. I'm like, yeah, no, my drunk driver, she went directly to jail that night. Mm-hmm. And every time my brother thinks about it, he's like, she could have killed you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. she could have. She T-boned me. I'm glad she hit me on the passenger side and not the driver's side. I probably would be in more like something physically could have happened to me more. But because she hit me on the passenger side and not the driver's side, that's why I was able to walk away from that accident. Mm -hmm. And it's like something like that could have happened to somebody else with her. And she could hit them on the driver's side. Or there could be somebody else in the car. Right. So she's um, uh, a drunk, filthy, uh, uh, entitled mess. She she feels entitled to just do, you know, it, it, it really go. It plays into her personality. She feels mm-hmm. entitled. She felt entitled to um, uh, aggressively attack a child. Mm-hmm. To um, to uh, there's a sense of entitlement that goes into drinking, getting super drunk, and then still driving. She feels um, entitled to do whatever the fuck she wants to do. Fuck everybody else. Fuck uh, uh, putting anyone in danger. But then. She's not being, you know, it, it plays into um, not being accountable for your actions. Obviously, you're getting drunk and fighting with your mom. Obviously, you know, I I can't think of too many uh, situations where my mother would let me get sloppy drunk and then mm-hmm. try to fight people That's in funny. hotels. So yeah, I, I, even as an adult, I don't see my mother allowing me to get sloppy drunk and fight people. Correct. So she has, she's, she's from bad stock. Her mother has sat there and watched her act the whole ass and has never corrected her. So she feels like it's okay. Apparently her mom is, um, uh, you know, a drunk as well and be out here, uh, trying to throw bows. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're just. White trash, too bad. Correct. So, mm. and also shout out to Courtney because she also posted this from TMZ. So apparently, they found the <laughs> wild do the wild video of her and her second DUI. It's on camera. It's from ten three. Um. Yeah. So homegirl has a problem. She has a problem yeah. with the substances. She has a problem keeping her hands off of people. She she really has a problem. So yeah. So you're gonna watch her. She's saying gang members are killing people right now. Like, ma'am, they're just doing their job. What are you doing, girl? If you don't shut the hell up, mind you, this is two months before twelve twenty six, ma'am. You're staying in jail. Um, please don't get out because I swear I think his mama would beat your ass. Because I know I would. It's like, I'm sorry. With no I'm going question. to sue you. I'm like, oh, it's no question. I had to put my hands on her. I'm like, there's no question. This is why I've always been like, yeah, I'm not against when I see black women fighting on television. I'm like, I'm not necessarily against that because I'm like, I understand some, some, some situations do warrant hands because words don't work. My words would fail me if I had watched her attack my child. I would not have the words. I would just have fists. Yeah. And I would have not have stopped until I saw blood. I was like, I... I'm sorry. Like, love me through it, beloved. For everybody, like, nonviolence is the answer. Yeah, no, put your hands on my kid and you see what happens. Please put your hands on my kid. Please. I'm like, I don't even have children. I have a nephew. Please put your hands on my nephew and watch what the fuck happens to you. It's like, please watch. Like, yeah, so she's staying in jail. Fuck her forever. So last thing, Mickey, before we start talking about the coup is... Trump is slowly but surely getting deplatformed. It started with Twitter and then all of a sudden it trickled down to, I think the latest is Pornhub, which 
K. Why would he have a platform in Pornhub? I have so many questions about that. But it started with Twitter. They suspended his account, but then they started uh, suspending other accounts. It was a Team Trump account. Is Donald J. Trump? I think he tried to get use some of his staff's um, Twitters to tweet, and then they suspended those too. And he's he's not even just it's suspended indefinitely. They're like, yeah, you can't talk anymore because of everything that happened on Wednesday. It's like, yeah, you can't speak anymore. So now it is. It went from Twitter, Facebook, I believe, Instagram. Uh, Harler is the one where I think they're like, no, you're trying to get rid of us. And now um, Am- Apple and Google Play took Parler off of their platform. So you can't even get it anymore. Yeah, so they're slowly but surely. Um, let's see, today is the 10th. So 10 days until he leaves office, they are now deplatforming him after he has been able to run rampant on these said places four years for his presidency and at least seven years before that. Thank you for finally taking him off, I guess. After a while, it's like, yeah, so the thing about it is, and I don't think a lot of a lot of people probably didn't know this. He talked about this at the end. Of, what happened on the sixth? He talked about it at the end of December. He said, "See y'all on January 6th. What is happening on January? Why are you Why are you mentioning that? And because no one was like, "Oh, what the fuck is he? What What is he talking about now?" <sighs> yeah, he's not surprised by what happened. He's surprised by the reaction to what happened because mm-hmm. he fucking knew. A lot of people, a lot of people on that hill, a lot of people that were in that capital with an O. I'm sorry, that's the show title, Capital with an O. Um, they knew what was going to happen. That was not, it did not catch them totally off guard. They knew. He's one of those people. Yeah, he has no problem. See, this is what I keep trying to tell people about Donald Trump. Baby, he would happily see this country burn to the ground. As long as she's on a plane going somewhere else, he don't give a shit. Burn all this shit down. I don't know. I'm a st- I'm still a white man. I still got my stuff. People like me. Um, y'all have to protect me after I leave. I get a pension after this. I'm sorry. I don't care. Burn all this shit down. He does not care. And we're deplatforming him now. But I think the good thing is with him being deplatformed, I know it's probably like hard to see silver linings to this, is that he can't talk that shit after he leave. Right. You can't say nothing else. You don't get to speak anymore. We are done. You are done talking. Because it's not, they didn't, I think they may have suspended the POTUS handle, but all press like, I think, Obama was the first person to have a POTUS handle. I don't know how long this POTUS handle has been around. And did Barack Obama? Um, got his I, well, Barack Obama originally had his own, mm-hmm. and then you use POTUS mm-hmm. as the president. Right. Um, you're actually not supposed to have your own own Twitter, account, mm-hmm. but they let him do whatever the hell. Oh no! What's what happened to you? You got scared? What happened? Sleep. You were asleep. What's wrong? Uh, you okay? Oh, my baby. What happened? You still want some milk? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, 
good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, physical baby. Um. So, yeah, present, so, so that's the thing. He didn't tweet from. So the thing about it is, he his all of his tweets he didn't tweet from the POTUS handle. So that is still up. Right. So everybody so gets, tried to hop on there real quick. And I think they like, it. yeah, it's kind of like, because you and look like all the last thing is from December 23rd. So they must have deleted all the tweets, but he really did try. Um, yeah. So I think Melania, like Flotus, because I don't yeah. know if Melania had another one. But yeah, so POTUS and Flotus are still there. The White House um, Twitter is still there because I think like that's different. That's separate. Like that's going to be traveling after that to the next um, administration. So yeah, they got Donald Trump to fuck one out of here. Yes, get his pu- his get his public stuff off of here. The POTUS and the FLOTUS, that's going to go to Joe Biden. I'm totally fine with that. But watching him be deplatformed, meaning that he can't spill like his vial after he leaves, that's probably the silver lining that I can see to that. Okay, so we are in high key. And Ike has just talked about the coup at the Capitol with an O. Before we get into that, um, I wanted to mention the story of Berlinda Nebo. She is 25. So this is not something that happened in D.C. This happened in California. So there was a rally that's supposed to be, I guess, one of the other events Um that was happening simultaneous events because it wasn't just what happened in DC. Apparently other stuff happened in different cities, but this was a protest in LA. So this is from Buzzfeed news. And I'll read this. A black woman in Los Angeles who was beaten and pepper sprayed this week by Trump supporters while her arms were held down says she is lucky to be alive. Berlinda Nebo says she was walking past a stop the steal protest outside LA city hall on Wednesday during the attempted coup in Washington, DC when a group of Trump supporters started asking who she voted for, saying white lives matter and calling her the N-word. Nebo says she then flipped them off and told them to leave her alone and that they should be wearing masks. Soon after, Nebo realized a group of about 30 people kept following her and she quickened her pace, but the Trump supporters blocked her path and swarmed her. A man she recorded on her cell phone falsely accusing her of hitting someone else and scratched her eyes and took her phone. Footage captured by Nebo of the man showing him accusing her of assaulting that guy and grabbing her phone. Other people then started hitting Nebo, pulled off her wig and pepper sprayed her. I thought I was going to die. If I didn't stand up for myself, this group of people were going to beat me to death. I kept telling myself, don't fall down because you'll get stampeded. Nebo and a photographer who captured the attack said Los Angeles police officers were across the street but never intervened. The attack occurred on the same day a mob of nearly all white Trump supporters breached and ransacked the U.S. Capitol. With an o. The response from authorities in Washington, D.C. resulted in criticism of a double standard over how police responded to the pro-Trump insurrection versus Black Lives Matter protesters over the summer. At one point during the attack, Nebo said a man came up behind her, tightly put his arms around her and held her arms at her side and told her, I got you. Calm down. These people are going to try to kill you. Nebo didn't fight back because in that moment she did need help and believed him. But while the man was carrying her with the hands at her side, someone pepper sprayed her in the face for at least a third time. It did not help me. It would have helped me more if he had made way for me to move out of there completely. Two bystanders ran up to the man and said they were with Nebo in order to get him to let her go, she said. The heroes, Nebo said, were those two women who then walked her to where LAPD were standing. In a video posted on Twitter, 
after the attack, a woman with a Trump flag hanging over her shoulder proudly held up Nebo's wig. I did that. The woman is heard saying in the video. I did the first scalping of the new civil war. Raquel Natalaccio, the photographer who captured this incident, said the attack was very distressing to watch because she knows what it feels like to be a woman alone in a precarious situation. I can't even imagine what it's like for a woman of color. She said it was important to capture the attack on camera because she feared people wouldn't believe Nebo after the fact. Too often women of color are not believed or listened to. The attack on Nebo wasn't the first violent incident at the Los Angeles protest on Wednesday said Nat Natalaccio, who had been covering the group. By the time Nebo was attacked, Nat Natalaccio had seen the crowd push and strike three others, including journalists and people wearing black shirts who they believed were members of Antifa. They were incredibly violent. They told me I better not be Antifa because if I was, they would find me. They were pretty much harassing anyone who was not a Trump supporter. Natalaccio said she and the two women helped Nebo walk over to the police officers, but when the, the woman approached, a captain pushed one of them to the ground. Natalaccio said the LAPD officers were across the street, less than 20 feet away from where Nebo was attacked. The police were there the entire time and didn't move an inch. The LAPD didn't respond to questions about the captain or how the officers responded to the incident, but in a statement said the incident that's been described as a hate crime is being investigated and witnesses or anyone with information should contact the department. The LAPD also said the man who put his arms around Nebo and carried her appeared to be a good Samaritan, shielding and helping the woman, which she confirmed with her statements during the investigation. Nebo says she can't say whether the man who grabbed her tried to help because she was blinded by the pepper spray at the point. The LAPD described the way he held her as a bear hug from behind, but Nebo said he held her so, high, so tight her chest was red from the pressure. It was hard enough for a person of my color to have red marks on my body. That's how tight he really, he was really holding me. It was not fun. It was no bear hug. It was traumatizing. After a bystander washed her eyes with a saline solution, Nebo said officers asked if she wanted to do a citizen's arrest and to identify the people who attacked her. Nebo left shortly after with a friend when officers were distracted by a separate brawl nearby. Nebo went home covered in pepper spray, some of it dripping into her ear, but she's holding out hope that police arrest the people who attacked her. My family and I are seeking privacy at this moment so I can get some healing and also safety because now I'm even more worried with everything that happened at the U.S. Capitol. So I wanted to bring this up because I saw a few of the videos. So the first video that I saw was of um, the guy in the bear hug and I saw the person walk up and pepper spray her in the face. Now... Then I saw other videos and one was of the woman who was very excited about pulling off this woman's wig saying, oh my God, I did it. I did it. So the man, they have identified the guy that was the one holding in a bear hug. He has a random ass name. Um, now he was, there was a few places that said that he was trying to help her. And then people were like, no, he actually wasn't trying to help her. So I think he was probably fine with her being assaulted, but maybe being killed is probably the line that he was at. But who knows? Because if she's saying she, I'm looking at her skin tone, her and I might be the same skin tone. So if she's saying she has red on her chest, I believe it. Like, that's yeah. a lot. That's it's a like, lot. It sounds like like the force that happens when you are in a car accident and you yep. know the the seat uh, yeah. the seatbelt hits something to your chest or your stomach and it leaves bruising. 
for, and I saw, you know, the photos of the gentleman that was that gentleman, the man, the person, whomever that was that quote unquote rescue, you know, they're finding it as a rescue, but I, I just feel like it's a really weird. Yeah. I don't know. Moment of clarity, I guess, but the guy, you could tell he's squeezing. He's didn't, I mean, he could have lifted her up, you know, like, and cradled her if he truly wanted to protect her, you know what I'm saying? So it's just wasn't, it just wasn't as, I don't know. It just wasn't a heroic act in in my opinion. It's like, you know, it it feels like also he didn't want them to kill her. So they wouldn't get in trouble for killing her versus he didn't want her to die. Correct. (laughs) I feel like it's two different things. It's like, yeah. His motivation was not her protection. It was protecting the mob from their own craziness. Yeah. So to, to hear that one, it's the LAPD. So I'm not, entirely surprised that they literally did nothing it's the fucking lapd i'm like i'm i'm sorry i'm like i, I actually i'm not fucking sorry about that I'm like yeah the lapd is one of the most racist police <laughs> um departments in the country so yeah i'm not surprised that they didn't do anything um and the fact that that wasn't the only um thing that happened at this protest a protest protests are peaceful no, these thugs were just walking around with flags beating up on people. It's like, yeah, right. y'all did not stop them. You're like, well, they're protesting. Yeah, hitting somebody in pepper. Why do they have pepper spray? Why do you have pepper spray? Why are y'all not wearing fucking masks? Why did one of y'all asses could give her COVID? Like, I'm like upset. I'm like, I have so many different feelings about this. I'm like, so fuck y'all. I'm like, and I hope they find this dude. I hope they find and arrest all of them. But y'all not really going out of your way to do that. I mean, hell, y'all didn't even like, y'all literally pushed an old white man so hard to the ground, blood came out of his ears and you could see it and y'all still flat out lied and said, oh, he must have tripped or something. No, 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 we watched. Like, no, you pushed him and you pushed pushed an elder right? and they lost their balance. And didn't he die? Didn't he die? I don't know. He didn't die, but he was in the hospital for a little while. I think he is still alive. I thought they, like he left the hospital. But I think something is like, he's not okay, if that even makes sense. I can't remember what happened, but it's like, I think there was some long, I think there's going to be some long-term effects. I'm like, because when I saw the video, I was like, is he bleeding out of his ears? It's like, okay, so there's a problem. And And then you saw the one, the one cop was going to lean down. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. He was like, no, And then the other other cop just said no. And it was like, you're leaving people to die. Right. And then y'all lied on your police report. I'm like, see, this is why this is why pres- the 44th president of the United States, Barack Obama, was pushing for um for body cams. And he said it in a way to make it seem like he wasn't saying, I'm gonna make sure y'all asses stay um honest with this. He said it in a way. This is why he said you body cams, but also this is coming from cell phone video. Because the bad part about it, if he had just said, they pushed me so hard, I fell, you wouldn't believe him because you mm-hmm. believe the cop. It's like, but if right. they have fifth, like physical evidence of what they saw, you'd be like, oh, no, no. It's like, oh, no, no, we're cops. They always do the right thing. I'm like, do they now? <laughs> do they now? Is, is that, Absolutely is that, not. Is that the fable and fallacy we're, we're telling? It's like, is that what we're doing? Oh, okay. Oh, we're lying now. Oh, we're lying. Okay, we're getting the line. So the last thing in um, high key is the coup at the Capitol with an O. I must keep saying with an O because it's just funny when I think about it. 
Um, <laughs> so there were whispers and I have to say, so I will say this. So there were whispers about this and where it was being whispered at was TikTok. Because people were making TikTok saying, this is what's going to happen on January 6th. This is what we're going to do. Hence, so if you look at some of the photos from Wednesday, you see people who had on fucking merch for this. They had on damn t-shirts. They ain't don't make that that morning. Stop the steal. Stop. Yes. Know. With that you know. date, I said, they have merch for this shit. This has been like they, they've been planning this, and the reason, and so you're just like, whoo! I, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it's so much. So I wanted to read because it has a Wikipedia page, y'all. The the it's called the storming of the United States Capitol. With an up, um, it has a Wikipedia say, page. People are undefeated in this because they literally gave a whole Wikipedia page with links, with articles for this. So this is what is coming that if people look up um, United, storming of the United States Capitol, with an L, um, this is what it says for Wikipedia. The 2021 storming of the United States Capitol was a failed armed insurrection by Trump supporters against the United States government on Wednesday, January 6, 2021, incited by Donald Trump to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election. Thousands of his supporters stormed the United States Capitol in an effort to disrupt the electoral college vote count during a joint session of Congress to formalize President-elect Joe Biden's election victory. After breaching multiple police perimeters, they occupied, vandalized, and ransacked parts of the building for several hours. The insurrection led to the evacuation and lockdown of the Capitol building and five deaths. So that is why, um, that's why Donald Trump was talking about it in December because he knew when the vote was going to happen. Exactly, he knew. It's like he knew January sixth is when they're going to have the vote for the electoral college votes, which by the way, for Donald Trump, they didn't do it in January. They did it back in December after November. It was like his, his peaceful transition of power from Barack Obama above board. And you're literally watching somebody who literally could not be presidential even if his life depended on it. For a moment. For, just for a, a moment. moment. He's done nothing. He's like, he, you, you're not doing, you haven't done the transition of power. You are saying you're not coming to the inauguration. You have not conceded the election. It's like, I'm sorry, what else does he need to do to prove to y'all that he don't give a fuck about that office? He just likes the thought of being president. He does not respect I mean, the office of being president. And I mean, can we really drive home that point that this is about his ego? He mm-hmm. has... He he honestly did not want to win. He just wanted to prove to Barack Obama that he Correct. could win. Correct. He does not want to be president. He doesn't Correct. want to govern. He doesn't want to be responsible. He doesn't yep. want to create legislation. He does not want to foster um, American leadership throughout the world. He does not want to govern. He does not want to be a leader. He likes having the title and he likes having attention. That is all this is about. If he Mm -hmm. wanted to be president, he has had an opportunity to still be very much president um, 
case in point, the coronavirus, he had, if he would have just did even maybe a fourth of what could have been done to slow the spread of coronavirus, he would have been hailed an American hero that stopped the deadly China virus mm-hmm. from killing Americans. And his reelection would have been in the bag because it would have been true. He would have been able to say, I saved America, I saved our economy. I am a true leader. And people would have, you know, not really wanted to argue against that. He dropped the ball. You guys know this. He doesn't give a fuck about us as a nation. Like, and that includes white people, which is why I am so confused because this is the white people make up the majority of the uh, racial demographic in this country. Mm -hmm. He's hurting us as a nation. The majority of you are white. Why are you all so down for him? Correct. What is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with he does not care about us? He does not, and I'm not saying that you have to be a Democrat, right? If you're a conservative, if you're a Republican, um, if you don't feel like you align ideologically or politically with Democrats, that's fine. Donald Trump does not have to be the hill that you die on. He does not have to be this guy. Whatever good things you feel like he does on the financial end, on the trade end, you can find someone else who does that. That's not him. He, why him? Why him? Why now? What, 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 what is he doing that is so special that you can't find this in anyone else who's not a complete narcissistic lunatic? Like, what are we? Uh, he's, a, he's a madman. He's a madman. You don't Girl. need to have conservative. You don't need to have a, a conservative, a fiscally uh, uh, lenient, uh, regulatory president so bad that you have to allow a madman to stay in office. Come on, guys. Come on. Absolutely. For once, just for once. It's like y'all could be literally seventy. Even though he lost election, he still has seventy-five million people who voted for him. 75 million. That's still 75 million people who literally chose violence instead of the right thing. I'm like, oh, I choose violence. I don't, I don't care. And it's like, are y'all okay? And it's like, that's the thing that always gets me about this election. I'm like, Joe Biden didn't win in a landslide, y'all. It literally was too close to call in a lot of states while we are in a panorama. Y'all are still sitting y'all asses home and you still voting for him. I'm like, it, it's like, you've learned nothing. You've learned nothing in the last four years. You would still choose violence over everything else. Y'all are really the deplorables that Hillary called y'all asses and she had to walk it back because y'all little white feelings were hurt. And then you see this. But they continue like, to do deplorable, deplorable shit. Deplorable shit. I'm like, this is deplorable. This is why the fuck she called y'all deplorables. This is why. Because y'all would do this shit. Y'all actually brought y'all book bags up. Y'all y'all were climbing the wall. Barricades. They're like, they didn't breach shit. Y'all lit their asses right on in. You let them come past the, um, there are several different videos of people like, the cops literally letting them in the barricades. They ain't breach shit. It's like, y'all let them walk right on in here. There have been protests throughout this country for Black Lives Matter. There was a even, any, like, breath of even saying, not even protest, just the P in protest. 
you saw cops lining up. They had the National Guard at that same place when Black Lives Matter was having a protest. Where the fuck was the National Guard? Y'all weren't going to pull them out. Why? Because they white. Like, for what? I'm like, no, y'all get to do whatever the fuck y'all want in they this country. They stood up Marion Bowser. They stood her up. They, she had, she issued, she requested for them to be present because the chatter was there, right? People were mm-hmm. not hiding, which also, mm-hmm. just to add a small point, um, the insurrectionists now lying, saying that it was Black Lives Matter and Antifa when they were talking about they it. They were well, disguised. We, They're like, and Antifa then, disguised themselves at us. I'm like, wait, why would no, they do that? No, they didn't. And <laughs> none of you had on none of you had on masks. And a bunch of you were live tweeting, live streaming the whole situation. So no, it wasn't Antifa in disguise. Correct. It was well-known Trump supporters. But okay. So... Right. You know, they're running around freely with no mask. Um, And people have been, you know, Donald Trump announcing again on Twitter, you know, January 6th, be there. It's going to be wild. You know, people, they had been discussing this. Marion Mm -hmm. Bowser, you know, black woman, mayor of D.C., was like, fuck that. She requested to have the National Guard there weeks ago, days even beforehand. It was approved by the Pentagon and then they stood her up. So what are we doing? Like, like, right. Like literally, what are y'all doing? It's like, wait a minute. Do you, what are y'all doing? It's like, are y'all okay? It's like, you, you literally, you're watching in horror and people are like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like they must be so organized. No, they're not organized. They're white. No, that, that's not and organization that, that y'all seeing. This is them being white. And now there are more white people say, see, if they were black people, I'm like, yeah. So I hear y'all. I appreciate it. But a, a part of my black asshole is like, you can shut the fuck up too. Because y'all had no problem labeling people peacefully protesting, literally walking down the street as the same as calling them thugs. And they're going to mess up this country. Y'all had no problem having thoughts and fee-fees about that. But now you're like, if they were black, you know, this would have never happened. No, because y'all have shot their asses. You'd have had the National Guard there. Off rip. They wouldn't have been able to get anywhere near. It's like a woman was shot by that same Capitol Police trying to take a photo. Y'all so full of shit. It's like, there's everybody knows that about D.C. I live in Baltimore. I've been to D.C., there's a lot of buildings you can't get nowhere near. The state capitol is one of them. It's like uh, everybody knows that. It's like, uh, yeah, no, they got police. You can't just walk up there. They have barricades for a reason. They always have them back. I'm like, y'all, you don't know how secure that building really is truly supposed to be. And it, and then, of course, I know I don't live in D.C., but I had, was telling my dad, I'm like, it seems like there would have been it at times where Congress is in session. We have situations where you have a lot of lawmakers. It seems like there would naturally be an, an increase in security anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't there be an increase in security even under normal circumstances? We have a normal president right. um, who doesn't have an issue with the election and just there's a gathering of the lawmakers in the Capitol. It seems like it, on a well-known date, which, you know, is the um, counting of the electoral votes. So it seems like there would have been, under normal circumstances, an increase of security regardless. But then that doesn't seem to be what happened either. 
So I'm, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it feels very inside jobish mm-hmm. to me at this point. Yeah. Because granted, there's less people, less people present because of COVID. But mm-hmm. even then, the security should have had an uptick anyway, regardless mm-hmm. of what we're experiencing, because there were going to be several lawmakers all in one building, and that then becomes a target anyway, under good yeah. circumstances. So right. I don't understand why there just wasn't an increase in security anyway. Correct. Especially with everything that they were going to be talking about. They were doing that to do the electoral college vote. Right. And it's just like, so you would think to your point that there would be more people there that like you would have had everybody on deck, especially because y'all like, did y'all see the tweets that we saw? Because people have literally been talking about they're going to burn this city to they're going to burn this country to the ground because their boy didn't get reelected. That it's always been out there. They haven't been that quiet. They, They are stupid and they are. Um, loud and wrong, but emphasis on the loud part. They've been mm. very loud. They haven't been whispering shit. It's like they've been speaking it very loudly, but because they are white, y'all ignored them. And can I also give in this caveat because um, me and my mother talked about this. She made the joke. She's like, oh, I guess we going to DC. We going? I'm like, girl, no, we ain't going nowhere. I was like, I turned off because it was happening at three. I don't, I think I was on a work call. And then someone said, do you see what's on the news right now? And then I looked and it's like, what the fuck are they doing? I was like, let me turn this television. I turned off the television and went to bed. I was like, I gotta go. Y'all have lost your goddamn minds. It was like, what is wrong with you? And we were talking about the fact that people are thinking this kind of thing. It was like a hundred thousand people. And a lot of people are acting like race, like white supremacists and racists are poor yokels they're stupid they don't have nothing going on they just work at like they deliver pizza for dominoes um yeah racists are doctors they are lawyers they are judges they are politicians they are in everything and then you see all these people coming out oh this person resigned because they were there you see these uh, they are ceos and coos i'm like they are there was a west virginia state legislature that was live streaming himself bum rushing into the capitol Mm -hmm. there was a you know i'm out here you know to remind listeners i'm in california Mm -hmm. um one out here in Northern California, there's a city uh, by the name of Menlo Park, which is um, one of the wealthier areas in the Bay Area. There was a woman pictured, a business owner who was pictured there. She, It wasn't um, a photo of her storming the Capitol, but she was there in support of the insurrection. So, yeah, these people have money. They have access. They are well-to-do. Um they are well funded just because they have so much capital access. So it's yeah, they're not poor and they're not all dumb. So there's that. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like, yeah, no, there's a lot of people who are losing jobs or quitting because they were there. Cause they're not just, you know, the yokels missing teeth and living in West Virginia talking about they t- the Mexicans took my jobs. It's it's more than that. It's like it's everybody. and also if you if you think about it, you know, some of those people who, I mean, they've only been naming, you know, folks who have been arrested, mm-hmm. but some of them were coming from the South. But you think about it, we're in the middle of a pandemic. A lot of people are out of work. 
So the people yep. who could afford to do this, Correct. either, well, there's two points. There are people who could afford to do this because they're still very much employed or still their businesses are still open or they have mm-hmm. savings or money that they could pull from um, to be able to travel to Washington, D.C., even though um, flights are very cheap at this point because of all what we're going through. But also Alex Jones had admitted to um, contributing to um, the the organization of this quote-unquote rally, which is mm-hmm. an insurrection. Um, mm-hmm. The rally was the pregame for the insurrection. Right. So, um, and I was explaining to my parents how um, on both sides, right, that both Democrat and Republican, they will organize for rallies, for gatherings, and they will fundraise to help people get to wherever mm-hmm. the location is. If you can't afford to um, fly out, they'll fundraise for you to have a ticket. They'll uh, arrange for you to have um, accommodations mm-hmm. um, to stay somewhere um, with people within the network. Because my whole thing was, I know those people did not just come there for that day and then just go straight home. They then go, not everyone went straight home, right? Because not everyone's in the DMV area or even Correct. New York or even just like within the Carolinas, which can be a, you know, a longer ish drive, but not everyone. I mean, like I said, there was someone from all the way out here in California. She didn't go like, did she really do all that? Did all that just happen? And then she just turned around and just went, came on back out here to the Bay area, just caught, you know, caught a return flight that day that I feel like there's people that are still there. Mm -hmm. There are people who are within the DMV area within this network and they're housing people. I think people are able yeah. to afford to stay in hotels and Airbnbs and those type of things because stuff is so cheap right now because nobody's traveling and no one should be because of COVID. Correct. So I feel like a good chunk of those people are still there mm-hmm. and still fuming, right? Cause, and now we're how many days out? It's the 10th. We're 10 days out from, inauguration day they're still there a lot of people stayed and they're waiting for the 20th correct because that's so you've also seen i've also i don't know if you've seen it but i've seen a couple videos where people like uh, people that were at the protest have been quickly put on no fly list so some of them have been arrested at airports and then mm. someone like, oh, my God, I didn't do anything that bad. I mean, I was there, but I didn't hurt or kill nobody, baby. If you are participated in this at all, you are going to jail. And just to let you y'all know, overthrow the government. government. It's like and your boy that y'all are fighting for, you know, he signed an executive order and they're going to punish you full extent of the law. You could be facing 10 years for just attending. Your boy signed that executive order for that. You can thank mm-hmm. him, baby. You're going to jail. <laughs> you're, he did that to get at black people and anybody who wanted to um, po- protest against police brutality, but it backfired because mm-hmm. now all y'all asses could get that. All of y'all. It's like, oh yeah, so your boy, he may be the reason y'all went there and risked your life and or lost your life for Trump, which is why we literally say, baby, he ain't the hill to die on. Literally. He's not. He, is he not. will not. He will never he be. He will not. Ever. He will so not. So apparently care. the um, U.S. Capitol Police Chief uh, resigned and they have 
um, named Yogananda Pittman as the acting chief. Yes, that is a black woman. So now they're making her the acting chief. I'm like, how great. How great for this woman to get this here. I'm being very sarcastic. I want nothing but nice things for Yogananda Pittman. I really I hate nothing. that they put her in this place to clean right. up It was shit. like, really? That's, it's like, we, not... no. It's like, you could have picked pick some other white dude. Why are you doing, why are you doing this? It's like, why are you putting her here? So yeah, fun. So a lot of people are getting arrested. Apparently there have been videos of people who, cause yeah, um, they just went back to the, the airports. There weren't a whole bunch of arrests. Yeah, they didn't do that. There are people like there were screaming. Like barely, there were I like at the most, it was like fifteen that day. I think they said fifteen. Yeah, it, it was like it out of a hundred thousand people that day. I mean, well, then also because they were so understaffed, mm-hmm. the police could not. Like they just did not have the ability to arrest people in mass the way they Correct. needed to. Too. Correct. So there's That's that. True. So I'll tell you about the casualties, folks, because there's a casualty I want to talk about because y'all are being very fucking weird about this. So five people died. I think another police officer just died today. They bashed his head in with a Mm -hmm. fire extinguisher. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's been four. So at the the time when they put this on um, uh, Wikipedia, they hadn't considered the, um, the officer that died because of his injuries with a fire extinguisher. And there is a video out of them actually bashing this man's head in. There's a video out there on the internet. So 15 police officers were hospitalized. More than 50 were injured. Um, So the casualty that I want to talk about is a woman by the name of Ashley Babbitt. So these asshats, she got shot um, cause I think she was trying, she had a book bag on. And of course the, here's the other thing. Apparently there were pipe bombs all over the damn capital with an O that they're not talking about the fact that people are like, Oh no, well, that's a rumor. They're like, no, 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 no. They really did have pipe bombs. They really did place them. They really were going to, um, set them off pipe bombs in the state capital. So homegirl got shot and then people decided to, um, use the hashtag, Say her name for Ashley Babbitt. I know y'all are fucking lying and you got black women full circle fucked up if you think we're not going to call y'all on y'all fuck shit. How dare you use that hashtag for somebody who flew across the country. She lives in California, flew to California from D.C. and got herself killed by committing treason. And now you want to use this hashtag that is used for black women who are killed cis and trans black women i would just like to point that out because we do this when cis when trans women are killed and it's usually via domestic violence um we use that for them how dare you use it for this person and the bad part about it is when we use that hashtag y'all tell us to shut the fuck up it's like who what is wrong with y'all it's like, what in the hell is wrong with you? This is all sorts of fuck shit. Y'all are deplatforming Donald Trump because you're like, he has said enough because he can't be presidential even if he tried because he really didn't come out. This should have been a more of a big press conference where he is talking down what happened. He kind of really didn't. It's like he, they, they used thug here intruder here 
um, vandal here. He did that really weird second video. You know, he did that first video where it was like, hey guys, go on home. Like, hey guys, fun's over. Wait, what? Can I, can we just back up for a second? Mm -hmm. And so with him and, and then tying in with, with Ashley Babbitt. So, you know, he, they had the rally. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, and he's like, "We're gonna march down to the Capitol." Blah blah oh. blah. Yep. And then so they march down to the Capitol. He hops his heavy set ass into a limo and goes back home to the White House because when he made the initial video telling them, "Hey guys, calm it down. You know, you gotta go on home." He's at the White House. Mm. He wasn't even there. He never even went with y'all to the Capitol. He told y'all right. to go down there, and then he went. And him and Ivanka and Don Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle were all watching all the shit on the news like the rest of us. He wasn't even there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing. Remember when he was um, campaigning? I think this was the first campaign, not for the 2020 campaign, where people were being violent at his rallies. He was like saying, oh, I'll bail them out. I know for a fact he ain't bailing nobody out. First of all, he's a broke bitch, so he can't do anything. Right. Like, I bail him out. And I was like, oh, okay. Who have you bailed out, Donald Trump? Because I don't think you bailed out anybody. He doesn't even have the funds to, to do that. He's cash poor anyway. Mm-hmm. So he probably, his bank account probably looks like mine. Just the stimulus balance in it. So, <laughs> like, just, he can just go all the way to hell. He can go straight can to go, hell. He can go to eternal hell. That's where he can. And, and it's crazy to me. And, you know, I had tweeted out that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, it's all this say, say her name. Ashley Babbitt was a unarmed protester. Girl, bitch, fuck you. I'm, <laughs> I'm but sorry. I thought, first of all, she was banging on a window trying right. to break it to get in. She was mm-hmm. screaming Kamala's name. Mm-hmm. So she was going to attack our vice president-elect. Mm-hmm. And my whole question was, well, I thought when the looting starts, the shooting looting starts. So I don't know. Does that not apply anymore? Mm-hmm. Because she was definitely in the process of, looting. as you know, they did, they, they did loot. Um, right. you know, the people were stealing podiums. They left feces and urine. They stole I Nancy mean, Pelosi's laptop. And there's a photo of the man holding it. Yeah, waving. Said, like, hey, guys. Like, it's a because I was like, wait, because like, he's like, like, it was a, like, it was the prize in a scavenger. Right. Like, look and then what it's I like found. he hit it between, like, in another photo, he hit it behind him, like, the flag and his arm. And it was like, you still got Pelosi's computer. It's like, that man put his feet up on her desk. I'm like, yeah, all of you are going to fucking jail. Okay, so all of y'all want to go to jail. This is where we are. Because all of you are going to jail at this point. Just, it's it, it's insane. But it's like she was breaking the law. She was mm-hmm. probably going to. Uh, obviously, these people are killers, right? They mm-hmm. kill. They had no issues beating police to death. You think that if they weren't able to get, uh, if they would have ran into Kamala Harris, if they would have ran into Nancy Pelosi, they wouldn't have ran into Chuck Schumer, if they wouldn't have had folks on the inside, some of their um, uh, House and Senate colleagues who were trained Mm -hmm. in combat, who knew how to properly navigate this type of terrorist attack, they would have probably been, you know, at least physically assaulted it, it doesn't i i truly believe if 
any of those people would have honestly ran into any of the Democratic lawmakers, they would have tried to kill them. Right. I, I mean, right. you see, you there's still shots. There's videos of them beating police to death. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be the Blue Lives Matter squad, and they're right. beating police to death. Correct. They would have killed them. They would have killed them. Right. But just like Blue Lives Matter, I'm like, yeah, yeah, y'all miss me. Y'all full of shit. It was like, y- yeah, you're like y'all don't, y'all don't care about anybody. I'm like, that's the thing about the whole Blue Lives Matter thing. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm like, we just gotta care about our police, except if they don't do something you like. Then all except of a if they don't like, get out of your way for an insurrection. Right. It's like, how dare you? Like, excuse me, we're trying to get these niggers on out of here. What the fuck are you doing? Um, my job. It's my job. I have to do this. Like, what are you doing? Like, get out. I'm like, y'all, you, y'all don't give a shit about those police. I'm like, you don't give a whole shit. Cause I'm sorry. Where is Blue Lives Matter? Y'all on vacation? I know it's a pana Panasonic, but um, where y'all at? Y'all on vacation? Y'all supposed to be coming here and caring about these police officers, ain't you? It's like, where, where y'all at? I'm like, oh, were y'all tired? I literally don't see anything about Blue Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. I don't see at anything all. Nothing about, about them fall- denouncing. Nothing about the falling. I'm like, oh my God, we lost this. No. Nothing. 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 There's no denouncing. How dare you kill our officers? Nope. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing. They are silent. It's like, y'all are full of shit. I'm like, yeah. So when we told you y'all were full of shit, y'all looked at us like we were crazy. It's like, oh, like, no, no, we, we care. I'm like, do you now? Do you? Do you care? Is that what we're doing? Is, are those the lies we're telling? Okay. Okay, Beulah. It's like, uh, child, I don't. And for everyone's like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. And I'm like, yeah. So here's the thing. They told y'all what they were going to do. This is why I'm like, they've been talking about this for weeks. And y'all didn't do anything because they're white. They don't necessarily um, hurt your whiteness by coming to the Capitol and burning shit down. That don't really hurt you because you only think black people who are literally marching to say, stop fucking killing us during a traffic stop is the same. It's like when they had the no dapple protest, y'all were literally spraying protesters with water in 32 degree weather it's like are y'all okay it's like uh so y'all have the means to do what you need to do with protesters but when they're white you don't activate them because in your mind these kind of matters are just for those black people because they're animals it's just for those indigenous people because they're animals we got to treat them like animals you should have treated these people like animals because there's no way in hell and they think that they did something correct they's like oh we won oh we did the right thing oh we did what you need to do like see this is what we're going to turn over this government the only reason why y'all got through the barricades with a red carpet the reason why you did not get shot in the head the reason why the national guard wasn't there is cuz you're fucking white they don't care they're like oh okay well white people aren't dangerous i'm like so we checked history and that's a goddamn lie it's like this this country was built on spilling the blood of minorities. 
You've been spilling my minority blood since the inception of this country. So y'all can miss me with this whole, oh, now, oh, if this was black people, it would, it would have been different. Um, hi, let me tap you on your lace front. Bitch, we already know that. We know it would be different. We want y'all to like, yeah, so we're not telling you to go out and shoot them. We're saying stop fucking shooting us because we just want to live. We want to be able to get, we we don't want to have anxiety attacks when we get stopped by the police. We don't want to have like anxiety about going into stores and being labeled as a thief. If we're even just stepping foot in the door, if we are Latinx Hispanic people, we don't want always people to think that we're the fucking help and we are here to clean and wipe the floors. It's like, we're done with y'all. I'm like, we don't like your words are cute. It's cute. Um, but I don't, we don't need your words. We need y'all action. So if y'all can steamroll getting him out, um, hi, impeach him. Cause I don't understand how nothing he did on Wednesday. Y'all should have been there the next goddamn day on Thursday, January 7th said, so we're going to come back and we're going to talk about impeachment. Cause if that is not impeachable, what the fuck just happened? I don't know what else he needs to do. Um, it's just one article. It's just one article. It's the, um, there's the article of impeachment for insurrection, and it's literally one article. It's just one sentence, and that's what he did. And he's trying to really just act like that's not what he did. Yes. Like, oh, he's not responsible. He yes. told them to march down there. He really did. What he said, about? I'll see you on January 6th. He said it. It's like, what do you, like, I'm sorry, what else does he need to do? Do you need to see him with a, like, a Molotov cocktail and throw it into a building, watch it burn before y'all say, oh, we, he, this is a problem. He's been a problem since January 20th, 2016. Oh, 20, I'm sorry, 2017. He's been a problem since then. He's been a problem for years before that, but he became our official problem when he was inaugurated. All right. It's like, yeah, y'all can. I'm like, I don't, I don't need y'all words. I'm like, I, I guess it'll make you feel better to say that and like say the things that literally black people have been saying for centuries. But sure, sure, it'll help you feel better. You actually admitting that, and I'm not directing this at Joe Biden. Joe Biden is definitely different. He's the only one. I'm like, yeah, he's a president elect. He has to say that stuff. Everybody else, I'm like, y'all can miss me with this. Like, yeah, I don't care what you say. I don't care. It's like, yeah, sure. That makes you feel better. But like, hi, don't say this to black people. Say this to white people. Yeah, because don't say it to us. We're like, yeah, we could have told you that. We already knew. Y'all had the national guard. We saw it. <laughs> you had the national guard for us. Y'all had like, y'all were driving through with y'all police cars and crowds for us. For them, y'all opened up the barricades. Which is still the wildest scene to me. It like, was like, what? wait a I'm minute. Like, I'm like, what? y'all let them in? That's why I'm like, this is some in t- inside job shit. You know, and then that's the thing you... that you know they're like, oh wait, we we gotta we gotta do something because I have a feeling that those folks that were involved, they may be the ones like joining in the whole. Yeah, we need to impeach him because they know if they don't, y'all are next. Right. It's like, sure. It's like, mm, child. I just, 
I just, there's a lot. It's so much. This is why, this is why it's a whole Wikipedia page on this. Cause there's so many other little things going on. It's like y'all literally went to the state capitol with an O because y'all boy didn't win. And y'all like y'all stole this election. And that if that's no not, proof. With like absolutely no how, proof. What proof? And I'm like, this is when you know you've been an entitled white person your whole damn life when you actually think that rules don't apply to you. It's like Wait, uh, let me see if I can find it in my screenshots. There was a, you know, I've been uh just I've been moonlighting on parlor, just watching <laughs> all the while you're doing that. Can I just say that I'm very disappointed that one of my um one of the guys in the Backstreet Boys, because I'm a Backstreet Boys fan. Apparently, Brian Latrell is on parlor. Oh, I, I said, God that. damn it. I'm like, you motherfucker. I'm like, what? It's like, why is he oh, on parlor? It's like, Brian. I, keep I mean, saying, he's a white boy from the South. So I mean, he is. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not surprised. But it was like, so I had a discussion with like a friend on Facebook talking about the disappointment versus surprise. Um, So it was about Captain Lee and he had liked the, this is so Bravo right now, but Captain Lee from Below Deck had liked a Instagram video from Siggy who used to be on Real Housewives in New Jersey. Siggy turned soggy really quickly and she's a very big Trumper. And oh it's just God. Like, it's just, right. It's so disappointing. I'm like, her last season on Jersey, I can't even rewatch. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to see her because fuck her. Um, so... <laughs> It was like all this, like, I can't believe all of this is going on. It's just liking a photo. And then you see the Brian Luttrell stuff and you just go, what? Can y'all stop being terrible? What are you doing? So It's like somebody responded to him and said, we're all about to show you the meaning of being lonely. I'm like, see, we about to go to boys. We about to go through a backstreet voice. Um, tunnel of puns to shit on him but i'm sitting here like why are you brian latrell like what the hell i'm just sitting here like what what are you doing so now then here comes the discussion about free speech yeah because i think the person who owns parlor said he's going to lose money because apple took it off their store and so did Amazon. I think Google Play is gone. Yeah, they're like, yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's gone now. off of it's, it's gone off of everything. Yeah. So they he's sitting there like, oh my god, I'm gonna lose money. And what about freedom of speech? I'm like, I need y'all to Google. I swear to you, um, I swear it will just save your life for you to have these free speech discussions. Because free speech does not mean you get to say what the fuck you want on a site where you have to sign terms and conditions and uh, and actually accept them before you can approve and actually participate on that social media site. That does not, free speech does not save you from that. It saves you from prosecution legally. That is it. So if you say what the fuck you want on your Twitter, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but realize you have to handle whatever consequences come after that. So if that means you lose your job, you lose your business, you lose friends, you lose fans, all of that, you have to handle the consequences. Nothing that I just said includes anything legal. There's nothing legal about you losing fans and your business and your job. Like that means you ain't going to. Right. That's just that's the it. consequences of your actions. People don't, people, 
people are free to not like what you say Correct. and then um, remove you from their, like I said, restaurant, their home. They can stop being friends with you. They can stop letting you post on their platform. And you can, like, you have your ability to start your own platform, though. So then there's that. Like, mm-hmm. all the, the parlor and the gab and the MeWe and all of those. You don't like that you can't just say unchecked, racist, crazy, conspiracy bullshit. Then, yes, you can go and start your own social media platform, messaging platform, where you can spread a bunch of unchecked bullshit and have at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. It's like, I just... It's so much that's going on into this and people are like, oh my God, how did this happen? They're white. <laughs> it's like, that's it. It's not organization. Yeah. It's not, they are smarter. It's not, no, they're white. Y'all are not going to do this to other white people. You don't treat. So I've noticed this when it comes to white people, white people keep other, excuse me, white people treat other white people terrible when they're poor. <clears throat> that's yep. when you treat them terribly. You don't treat that's them terribly it. because they're white. You're treating them terribly because they're poor. It's like, that's it. But in this kind of space for the protest, you don't know people's financial status. It's like, y'all didn't do anything. And now it's going to be the reckoning. And then you're in other countries, especially countries that we have marched down their fucking streets and blown shit up in their country. They looking at us like, wait a minute. So... How would you, because like people like they don't want to call them domestic terrorists. They keep changing. Hey, boo boo. Um, Domestic terrorists and everything. But the thing about it is, it's so interesting is that they're like, oh no, we got to forgive them. I'm like, so let me ask a question. Y'all forgive the people who um, bombed 9-11? It wouldn't even occur to you to ask for that kind of forgiveness. You wouldn't offer it either but you have no problem saying oh we should forgive them and let's like act like this is not a big deal i'm like i'm not i will not oh i will not i'm like oh this is definitely a big deal and y'all need to fucking fix this if you think that we uh, we as black people are going to sit here and try to pacify you and woo 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 and give you woo no fuck that in the words of a man imani van zap i need you to fix your shit this is not our fight. This is not our battle. You created that monster. Donald Trump is, your, is the GOP's Frankenstein monster. That is your monster, Frankenstein. You need to fix this. He's leaving in 10 days. So it's like the American people had to go in and fix it. However, y'all should impeach his ass. Move it straight on through because then he will not get um, Secret Service after he leaves, he would not get any money. Yeah, cut him off at the pass. And then he truly, honestly, truly needs to be barred from running from federal office. Yep. And I that's mean, the other thing. I, I feel think like they, they need can. to go. I, I really feel like there needs to be something where he needs to be barred from office, period. Because Absolutely. I don't even want his ass sitting on anyone's city council, town council. He I did, don't want he you on the PTA council. I, I don't want, want him on the board of directors for a damn library. I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want it. He needs to be treated as a pariah. Right. The pariah that he is. Yeah. Yeah. He needs it was like, yeah, do all of that. Hell, I'm like. There are still people who, for some odd reason, fond speaks fondly of Richard Nixon. I'm like, how? 
how how are you doing this? But people find the words for some god awful reason. So yeah, so this has been a shit show of a week. Um, this upcoming week, yeah, it's, it's you're gonna watch people be very revisionist on this in about five years, and it's like, mm, yeah, mm-mm, we're not gonna do this. Uh, I have been unplugging. A lot of us have just been unplugging. I'm like, yeah, let me just turn this off. Let me watch Batman Beyond. Um, Let me watch something else. Let me turn on the HBO Max and watch something else. Let me get on my Netflix. Let me do something else. Because to watch Black organizers just watch this and go, do you know, excuse me, there are people from Ferguson that they said killed themselves and nobody believes that. Those people went to jail immediately. They spent years in jail. They have been like fired from jobs from Ferguson. And so they're watching this going like, they at, they actually got to fly the fuck back home. And now they're not on the no-fly list. And they feel like that's so unfair. Fair. You want to talk about fair. Y'all beat a police officer's head in with a fire extinguisher. You... Y'all were pushing so much, y'all crushed a police officer between a door. You know, the police officers that y'all say blue lives matter? Did any of their lives matter? They didn't. Their lives didn't care to you. You injured all these blue lives that y'all say matter so much because you have no problem telling black and brown people y'all need to shut up and just do whatever the fuck they tell you to do. But when you're so used to being the enforcers of laws as opposed to the followers of law, you think that shit don't apply to you. And this is what we're literally watching. And all the black activists, all any kind of social activists, they're looking at this really funny, like, oh, so now y'all can just stand down and stand by like he told y'all to do because y'all are sheep and y'all are stupid, not because y'all are in some sort of lower economic status, because some of y'all are like teachers and lawyers and nurses and doctors and in politics. So y'all not quote unquote that stupid. Yeah, so fuck y'all. So it's like, it, it's it's pretty much a big fuck you. Um, yeah, and I'm not telling any black person to go down that hill. I'm like, girl, no, mm-mm. Y'all could, we as black, the blacks, we're going to stand by and stand down on this. Y'all can fix this. We're not, we're not helping you. Y'all put that black woman up as acting chief. And I'm like, yeah, that don't fix nothing. She ain't bibbity boppity booing shit. Y'all need to fix this. We're, we're kind of like, we're done. We're all full up. We got enough. It's bad enough. It's like, hello, we still don't have justice for Breonna Taylor. We don't. Fuck your firings. Why the fuck are they not in jail? So I'm like, yeah, no, I still don't have justice for Breonna Taylor. There's a lot of black people. Yeah, what happened to Ahmaud Arbery's case? Y'all have not really said anything about that. What's going on with George Floyd? What's going on there? We don't have nothing. So yeah, we got we got other shit to worry about as opposed to why y'all cousins and uncles and aunties and sisters decided to get their happy asses on Spirit Airlines and fly to DC. So yeah, we're kind of done at this point. We're not gonna do it. Um so I think that's all that I have for this. And my my baby mama is gonna go take care of my baby. <laughs> I am. Thank you for having me on. And we have to check in 
offline in real yes, life yes, zoom yes, party yes. thank you yep, shout yes. out to all the listeners and i'll i'll talk to you guys again soon all right thank you so much for being here Courtney. i truly truly appreciate it thanks boo love you all much right. love you baby have a good night so you guys this has been the mocha minutes podcast i will be back next week with some more discussion hopefully not as heavy i'm going to ask everybody please take care of yourselves mentally unplug divest from making yourself look at this because baby you don't need to i implore you please don't do this to yourself it's okay to turn it off i feel like i'm talking like imani van zapp i just enjoy i enjoy imani van zapp way too much um because they're awesome so take care of yourself take care of your spirits take care of your mentals love you babies see you next week Republicans who supported this president, especially the ones in the joint session of Congress today. Have you had enough? After five years of coddling this president's fascist rhetoric, guess whose followers want to burn down the Reichstag? Because today, the U.S. Capitol was overrun for the first time since 1814, and a woman died. Who could have seen this coming? Everyone, even dummies like me. This is the most shocking, most tragic, least surprising thing I've ever seen. For years now, people have been telling you cowards that if you let the president lie about our democracy over and over and then join him in that lie and say he's right when you know for a fact that he is not, there will be a terrible price to pay. But you just never thought you'd have to pay it too. I really do hope you're enjoying those tax cuts. And those judges, because those judges are really going to be working hard. They're going to be busy throwing these idiots in jail. And by idiots, I include the Republicans who let this happen. Like you, Senator Josh Hawley, raising your stupid fist to the mob outside the Capitol. Look at that. It's like black power, but the opposite. There really should be a name for that. And obviously, he has to keep his fist closed because if he opened it, you'd see all the blood on his hands. Speaking of which, how about you, Fox News? You think maybe years of peddling his conspiracy theories had anything to do with this? Oh, but come on, man. You know, we have our opinion side and our news side. And come on, we're just trying to turn a coin for Uncle Rupi, you know, sell a few lubricated catheters. Like those lubricated catheters, you know where you can stick your excuses and you can skip the lubrication.